I'd say probably a year. A year? Something like that. No, no, it hasn't been a year. No? Seven months? Around there. Every time I say a year, someone else says seven months, so I, that was my second guess. It was around there. Cool. Big MWO shit, you know what the fuck is going on. Welcome back to the motherfucking Minds Wide Open podcast, episode 47. Am I coming through well, fell? Cool. He looks very slumpy. He was just doing like a Charlie Brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sitting on the sale face. What's up with that, fell? You doing all right? Yo. I'm okay. All right, cool. I just want to make sure. He's here, he's here, he's here. Just thinking, that's all. All right. In the building today, Ah. we got motherfucking Cardo. Back, what's going on, man? How Yo, you doing? thank you for having me here, bro. It's been a while. Oh my Thanks god, for coming. yes, thank you, man. I mean, I don't know if it's been oh my god a while, but no, it's been that like, yeah. seven months is like a regular while. I don't know if it's oh my god, while that's like going to sleep, waking up, and that's like eight months later. You're like, you can't even have a kid in that amount of time. I feel like you have to have you know, a kid in the amount of time to qualify for oh my god. You can say that that's only uh, nine month. months is my cutoff for oh my god. <laughs> You just missed it, man. The liveest motherfucking podcast in Brown so, County, bitch. We got a bunch of random shit today, but I was curious to ask you before I forget, and just as a potential conversation, right? Uh, you hit me up about doing a podcast and had something specific you wanted to talk about. Am I wrong in recalling that? No, you're not wrong. Uh, I actually wanted to just talk about different things that are going on right now. Um, I was curious what was on your mind. A couple of things in the industry. Let's start off with that. All right. Yeah. You got any bullet points? Uh, bullet points. The recent music that's been dropped lately by um, I would say the north side. I would yeah the north the north side of the industry because uh oh, actually no let me also shout out the west so let me shout out the game for dropping born to rap sure, that's new. That that I, was uh I haven't gone through it yet. Me neither. I heard a snippet of it. Mm. It sounded nice. The production was uh, was quality. I was listening to one track from it. Uh, who was the feature? Which one? I I was attracted to it by the feature, and uh, fear of hit Philly's pen too many times to recall <laughs> it. Philly, can you uh, look up the track list for the game's new album for me, real quick? Born to rap. But uh, I think I might be one of the few people it seems that had no issue with the cover art. With the cover art? I, I enjoyed it. The cover art. I saw it and I instantly left. <laughs> I was like, huh? the game, yep. He seems like the one that would do that. Yeah, he does seem like the person that would, uh, that it, would actually it, do that. It feels like very that. the game, you know what I mean? I, f- I feel like the, for the cover art and the time anticipated, it was a well-put idea, even though that I feel like the idea was put in last minute for the cover art. Oh, that's verified by yeah, his IG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he basically posted right before, like, hey, I got an idea for some cover art. Any pregnant women in the area? That's crazy. I didn't even see that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. I think I heard about that on Joe Button, for credit's sake. Wow. Oh, there it is? Yep. But uh, how's the track list look? I feel like there was one track that I was very drawn to the feature, but 
I'm not seeing any of the feature mm. names. How much track did you have on? He gave us a full album, though, man. It's yeah. 23, 25 tracks. Wow. That's for real. He's got real. Ed Sheeran on there, Dom Kennedy, Red Cafe. I haven't seen that name in a while. Uh, Travis Barker, fucking Anderson Pack. I think that's the one I heard. Stainless. Yeah, that's. I think that shit is fire. But, you know, that's the game. He just, he knows how to make good music. If nothing else, it's not on the uh, artistic side of the spectrum as compared to the craftsman side of the spectrum. I think he's just such a good craftsman that he's always going to deliver a good product. It's just never going to go too deeply into himself, like the artist side of the spectrum. You know what I mean? So so what do you think is like the strength? Uh, Longevity. Longevity? Yeah. I mean, Definitely, right? Absolutely. I think that's a proven fact. And and being and being consistent with it. Cause as many people as he can rub the wrong way, it won't matter at the end of the day compared to his relative record sales. And I say relative because obviously the numbers aren't gonna be what they used to be because he's been doing it so long. Not only that, streaming is here now. So that's what I that's why. Yeah, yeah. Know? But still he will do numbers compared to people that's like you know, right, right. Still, totally modern relevance. Mm-hmm. So I just think that uh, it's always going to be worth a listen when he drops. If nothing else, you find your little favorites, you throw them in your mix. He he's worth your playlist. Have you heard um any other album drops uh recently or uh can you play a little bit of that stainless song? Can you play some of the stainless track? I'm gonna make sure I cut this for you too, but <laughs> I love that you can play it on the audio version. Tripping and I'm tripping, Lambo truck with blue laces. Yo, I think this is the one I heard the snippet from. Yeah, yeah. This, this, is, this, is, this is the one I was instantly like, all right, yeah. he's doing it right. <laughs> and the production quality, dude. He's always choosing good beats that enough people will agree upon. And it's also the, the, the vocal delivery. That delivery. Yeah. He's definitely talented. But uh so what sorry, what were you about to say before I interrupted you? Uh I was talking about what other albums you heard recently. Um I've been still heavy into uh Mirrorland. The Never Earth ran- Gang. Oh. Um, I I've I've heard about the Earth Gang and I heard about their album drop, I just haven't heard it yet though. That's a really impressive piece of work for sure. Like So what what type of genre do you consider that music? That type of music. Well, I mean, it's definitely hip hop. It's definitely hip hop. Yeah. No, because I thought, like, by their image, I thought they were like a different, whole other different genre. No, I mean, were you expecting more island or something? Like what? In a way, yeah. More so, island vibes. No, I mean, there's a few interesting incorporations, but it's definitely hip hop for sure. Like, right. Right. I mean, the comparison that they get the most, which there's literally been controversy over at this point, which I believe initiated because uh, Yes Jules said it. So, of course, anything <laughs> she says, people want to have controversy about. But the comparison is definitely the new outcast because mm-hmm. of their image, their Atlanta origin. And, I mean, to be fair, just some obvious influence from Andre, you know, just stylistically and outcastically and... Cadillac-aliciously and Spodiody-dope-aliciously and <laughs> Southern Playalistic Cadillac-musically. 
Scusi. The loudest motherfucking podcast but, uh, around. No, seriously. I think that it's a fucking amazing album. I don't know much about it as far as the deeper credits, like the production right, right. and whatnot, which mm-hmm. I always feel a little guilty about. You should look at that, man. Producers need their credit. <sighs> you ain't got to tell me, man. I produce a lot of shit. But basically, <laughs> there's a few super favorite tracks on there. Uh-oh. Um, play this side for me. You can even go to just just go to this. Oh wait, no, you're not on that computer. Damn. Oh, you could play it on that. Actually, I could play it from here on that computer. I think. Let me get comfortable oh. real quick. I guess you would have to. Can that uh, aux cord reach the other computer? Because I could play it if you want. But yeah, man. Get as comfortable as possible in this bitch. Uh, what other things have you listened to lately? Uh, lately, I haven't really been focusing on on actually listening to music. I would say more so practicing my mixing side. Amen. We definitely can have a lot of conversations about that. I tell you what. Yeah, we can actually start off with that. Um, do you go by the uh, six dB rule? As far as relative to the, the mix, top? yeah, to the top. I mean. I also master my own shit, but okay. that's because I can't afford Yeah, that, that, those mastering that's services. That's a different world. Yeah, yeah. And that's if you want real mastering. Otherwise, there's no point in doing it. You no, know? yeah, obviously, Things right. Change, people change, but love I, come and I go. keep it definitely on the level. Like, I'm never not much of a clipper. More of a Celtic. That's dope. Okay, um, what else? The living guy, yes, I am. Hold on before I talk. What my grandma dreamed of, what these bitches scream for, what the city scream for, what the city scream for. We having fun on this side, whole lot of love on this side. Know you wanna come on this side, know you wanna hop on this. The loudest motherfucking podcast in Brown County, bitch. Big MWO shit. It's a vibe. Let's go to the lake. Jumping yeah, Earth Gang is pretty fantastic all around, man. Like, nah, that song itself just already set the tone for the for the whole album. You know what I mean? Like that song just already set the tone. I'm like, wow, okay. You should check it out. So, no, nah, Mirrorland, very interesting. That's project. what it's called. Yeah, Mirrorland. But uh, what were you saying? Uh, back into the mixing. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So how did how did you first start mixing? Uh, was did you have like certain techniques to it or? Um. I think I started like any self-taught shitty producer slash recording person. Yeah. I, I mean, I was rapping with a couple of friends in high school and I wasn't, I was definitely the weakest rapper. So I made myself useful in other ways. Smart man. Recording wise. And it uh, still didn't work out. They still abandoned the group without even, you know, letting me know that was going to happen or that it did happen or you know it was just one of those sad like let's not talk about it dissolves that's I, I, whole, I, I, we were supposed to have a session hit him up what's up where you at no one answering nothing that that is a whole other conversation <laughs> that we both can have but yeah it's a classic start but uh it teaches you do you want to do it on your own you know exactly I mean? but uh basically it's funny that i even fucking dug that far down there <laughs> uh the mixing was the same as anyone starts presets and then adjustments of presets. And exactly, then exactly. In, I think, uh, the summer between, like, 11th and 12th grade, I did, like, a little summer program thing at a studio to check out if I wanted to actually just dive down that road so right. I could 
stay within the vicinity of studios for my own artist's sake while I actually have a viable career in the meantime. That okay. was the goal. Um, so I did that. I fucking became obsessed with it on the spot <laughs> and actually ended up going back to that school as my audio school. And basically, you know, from there I had some amazing teachers and it's, you could pretty much flourish once you did a, a, a good amount of self-teaching shit. And then you just kind of hit that wall where you're like, all right, now someone who's done this forever could really help me get to the next level. You know what I mean? Do Do you feel like that turn of events pushed you forward to where you are now? I mean, inevitably, all of them are. But I do have opinions about schooling and especially when it comes to like craft, like exactly. uh, trade schools and shit. Right. I always say that you're never worse at your craft than when you just came out of school. 100%. Because you feel like you know some shit. In which reality, you have no you don't. experience. Exactly. So I was happy that I went in there really hungry and with at least the experience of recording other people and like trying to mix a bit. And I had taught myself logic by that point for oh, a couple okay, of years. Yeah, no. So you had it down then. It was just um, pushing past the fundamentals. Exactly. Exactly. And um, a lot of the nuances and experiences from like seasoned engineers that you're going to learn about clients and different things that you wouldn't necessarily have been able to pick up too quickly on your own. Exactly. But uh, also, there's something to it that if you're insecure like I am about everything you do, it, <laughs> it, it helps to have that schooling behind you just for the sake of the little confidence boost of like, all right, if nothing else, I, th you know that I'm trained. You know what I mean? Exactly, like, yeah, yeah. I, I can get a, a solid job done regardless. But... For me, honestly, when I came out of school, I was pretty garbage. So I accredit a lot of the knowledge from school as you have to kind of re-remember what you learned in school once that comes back up in the experience. Exactly, exactly. Then you're kind of like a fucking dude in the field, like, oh, remember your training, remember your training. <laughs> you know what I mean? You ever end up in one of those jobs, Feli? I know you did some video work back in the day. You ever end up in one of those media jobs where... You're, oh, you know what? You did. I remember how you stopped now. I shouldn't go down that road. I don't want to hurt Phil's <laughs> feelings right now. <laughs> um, That's funny, dude. But it's it could be tough out there trying to freelance and when you, you're kind of not fully being honest with yourself about where you're at because you wouldn't have the balls to even try to work if you just told yourself you were garbage. I mean, I, I also feel like sometimes your ego gets in the way, even when you're uh, when you're in high school or pushing past that. You know what I mean? Like in the of college course. years I mean, as well. That's where it's the most flourishing. Yeah, because you feel on top of the world because you just graduated from what, like 15, 16 years of schooling? And you think that real life is one thing, but it's a whole nother, you know what I mean? Yeah, man. The work world will definitely teach you some shit. Yeah, yeah. Like we've all had, I mean, at least most people and definitely anyone that I've talked to that does anything tradecraft wise in media like i do right. there's always been some major major fuck up where you're like oh i should have never even got into this career what am i doing i'm incompetent i should not be doing this why do you pay me like that happened to me two years ago you want that story <laughs> you, you brought it up <laughs> damn man i mean i was gonna ask but you made me not nah it's fine it's fine um <laughs> Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't want to shout out, like, I don't want to shout yeah, the you school out or none of that, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to say names. Yeah. Um, th there was one class that I did appreciate a lot. I forgot the teacher's name. I wish I had his name. He was a teacher from California that it was his first year teaching in that school. And the class was psychology. 
that was a great class. But unfortunately, I took two, three other classes that didn't really apply to me at the time or won't apply to me ever in the future. Just core classes? Core classes, yeah. Um, it got to a point where a couple months into the semester, I thought I was wasting my time. But my parents had me at another stronghold because you know how it is when you graduate high school, go straight into college, graduate college, you know what I mean? Get your degree and go on from there. That's like the formal way to do it. So, yeah, got I got a couple months in. Something happened in between. I had to leave the country, whatever, came back. Then right after I came back is when everything started turning. That's when I left the school. There was a lot of different reasonings behind it, but one of the reasons why is because mostly I felt like I was wasting my time. That school definitely gave me the same feeling my whole life, man. Yeah, because like, I felt With like... With the exception of audio school, everything was just, why the fuck am I here right now? But that's the difference, though. I felt like if I would have went to audio school and applied myself to that, instead of going to that other school, I would have saved two, two years. You know what I mean? I mean, but that lesson sometimes takes either two years or four years or you know for everyone like, is it, different for everyone is different it, it could be a, a longer period to yeah to be that. honest i could have been stuck in school for six seven years thinking that it's for me and then in the seventh year find out that this was never for me it's like good thing i found out early i am only 22 i still got a couple of years left you know what i mean yeah, yeah <laughs> but, i mean um, i i was definitely of the mind state of like i can't deal with what school means to me as a human being like, right it, it was just torture daily for me just not being able to be elsewhere doing what i actually wanted to do because you actually feel like you're wasting your time yeah genuinely yeah yeah it's crazy and the only thing i wanted to do was avoid core classes and just learn what i wanted to learn and mm -hmm. luckily i have a father who uh he went to a trade school as an aircraft mechanic and wow that's dope he basically i have essentially i have parents who were craft people and like they under, so they, 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 they were weren't like pushing handy? college they were just pushing some sort of education that way you can move forward yeah, yeah so that's i fine. was like i don't even need grades man i just need to graduate exactly. and then i can go into an audio school and fucking learn like it, it's my responsibility at that point to absorb as much as possible mm -hmm. so that's what i did i started working halfway through school way too early to is i mean compared to be good but uh very thankful that i did it because it gave me a lot of experience and lessons really early that pushed me along to a point where i feel like i'm at least a lot better than i should be at my age right wise and mm -hmm. etc but at the end of the day when you're a good enough engineer you know that you still kind of suck Compared to the people who are really good, who've been at doing it, it for I mean? years as well, and they have, and I definitely still have that in me. Like I understand that I'm nowhere near. Like I wouldn't even necessarily say expert level at this point. You know what I mean? Hey man, the only thing I can tell you is that if you're moving forward and you feel like you're not wasting your time, and also you can wake up every day knowing that wow, I'm really getting to something and I'm reaching the people, it's like it's pretty much a goal right there. Hundred <laughs> percent. You know, uh, one thing that I would like to do on this show. At, with certain people that would be interesting just in case you're curious to right. do it if not i don't care at all but uh i would definitely be happy to do like slight mix reviews like you could share i could share etc little mixes we've done and discuss what we did what works oh yeah definitely definitely not yeah because i've been doing this for years now so i actually want to share some of it you know, i mean even though i'm young that doesn't mean that i still can't you know what i mean give oh, yeah. out my experience to other people i feel you let them know what's going on i mean it, it the best way to get good is to just get around a bunch of people that are good at it without an ego. You know what I mean? Exactly, yeah. Just see how much you can absorb and I share in turn. 
I, f- I feel like it's about getting work done and not letting like like you said your ego get in the way of it when people are when let's say it's like, a tough job for that too that's the thing because you can't control other people's personalities and everyone works a certain way so it's more like being like adaptable to it's, certain people definitely it's like a lot of trades man like yeah it's one of those where there's so many different ways to go about it. So many different people who take the label of engineer that you never know what that even means when someone tells you that. And this is why I don't label myself as. Yeah. Because that's something, you know what I mean? Like once you put a label or something on you, that that's because you are actually a master professional at it. Yeah. I mean, once you're like really charging people for it, you pretty much got to take accountability for the label. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nah, I mean, especially if you're charging hefty prices. Yeah, well, I mean, even moderate general prices, like at, at the end of the day, you're offering a service and... The service you, still has to be You got to have accountability for at least, you know, you, what you're presenting to people. I, I mean, right. obviously the market works itself out just fine. Like if you're not good, people aren't going to come back and that's always going to be the way it is. But it's a strange game because you got to also mostly be a people person. And that sometimes that's the most important part. And a lot of shitty engineers will get really far just being really nice. All right. So I want to dive into that topic a little bit. <laughs> that, that was perfect timing too. Um, let me ask you a question. So how do you adapt to different people when they show up to your studio? Let's say you're in a studio session with them. Very well. Very well? Yeah. I'm good at communicating. Good at communicating? Yeah. That's good because not everybody, he could be a dope engineer or a dope mixer, master, whatever but his personality may not fit. Yeah, I mean, that happens a lot. Like, uh, there will definitely be people who, for reasons I can't even help, exactly. I will rub the wrong way yeah, or yeah. that they just won't be able to communicate Certain, properly. Yeah. And then they'll blame you as the engineer, which is a common thing because communication is way more difficult than mixing. You I've seen it I mean? happen firsthand, so I understand what you're saying. So that's a very, very common thing. So I actually have been focusing more on getting podcast clients in because it's a different game where you don't have the creative differences to deal with. You can focus on the production quality. There's not much rules to engagement. And there's more consistency because, number one, usually it's someone with a legitimate business or a brand exactly. and they're trying yeah, yeah. to grow it. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be there regularly because they need it regularly and they are a business person so they know they're accountable for their bills and they can do business like a adult. Right, right. You know what I mean? yeah. As opposed to trying a new rapper out who's a young kid who's getting into this for the first time and is all bullheaded about it because they know they're in over their head. They don't know what they're doing and they're afraid. I'm here trying to fucking wrong them in some way when I'm just as open and communicative as possible from the get. But the thing is, some people don't really take it that way. Yeah, you can't really get through everybody. Uh, you walk through a jungle to a Buddha mask village, like, what do you want from me? I mean, I'm just here for vibes. <laughs> for real, man, that's crazy. But how do you feel about uh, potentially taking clients at some point? Like, what, what do you feel like you need for... Clients as in mixing for them? Yeah. Um, I have taken clients in the past, yeah. so I, I can speak about it. Um, I can say for the past clients that I've had before, um, most of them, yeah, I would say most of them are very, I would say friendly in the work environment. I wouldn't say, because I don't, at the same time, when I do mix somebody, I don't know them personally all the time. It depends on person. Some people I do know personally, so it 
kind of flows a little easier. Yeah, it's always how it goes. You know what I mean? I mean? You're always going to have some clients that you've known for a while or you just yeah. started as friends or whatever. Yeah, so the hard, the hard part is only when you first met somebody, when it's like a new rapper. Yeah. That's I, I wouldn't even say young, though. I would say just a rapper in general, whether he's old, young, because it's a different personality. Um, You don't know them personally, so it's kind of, it's like a freestyle vibe to it. Pulled into the studio. Oh, what's up, man? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And that's one reason I'm really thankful I started having clients in school because just the client dynamic, just being the sole proprietor of your service exactly. and dealing with someone, and you have to be responsible and respectful and communicative, but still like make sure that your lines aren't crossed and you're not being disrespected and whatnot. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot to juggle and. I can understand why it's really difficult for a lot of people. Like, that's why not a, much people actually move forward. A lot of people doing forward. it, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people definitely plateaued at their level. You think so? Oh, yeah. That's, I mean, exactly what you're saying. Right, right. Like, people are often just stuck in one spot because they're not able to see what they're doing to not move forward. I mean, it's always down to some sort of ego, I don't want to look at issue. It might it, it might be something like that from something if, internal. Every time I've seen an engineer that I've like met somewhere along the way, maybe I went to school with them, maybe I like just came across them professionally, mm -hmm. and I like follow them in their career and just see if they haven't progressed. And even in myself, I'll see plenty of it. Like that's definitely like I mean I've been doing this for a long time. Exactly, I could be in a different place technically, but th there's been a lot of need for growth and self awareness on my own front, and. I think the podcasting itself has also helped a lot with that just because the more you sit and just fucking get shit out and you accidentally say things you look at I'm like huh what the fuck is that that's that's the magic with podcasts that really is because once once you start communicating and the flow continues on it's like that's yeah, it yeah and if you have the balls to listen back to it most people don't funny enough do you, do you listen back to your own podcast or no I try to you try to I'm bad at it a lot of the times most recently because some of them have just been a little off the wall me uh kind of freestyling the vibe yeah get sometimes i hit the sunken place a little too often in some of the more recent ones oh okay okay yeah it happens like i'll start getting down on myself in the podcast and that's not a vibe you know <laughs> i mean you shouldn't be to be honest but at the same time we're not perfect so it happens yeah. to all of us you yeah. know what i mean so i understand where you're coming from but at the same time dude yeah there's a, there's, it's a root cause type issue you know what i mean I understand because everyone has their own, but I'm glad you're self-aware of it. That's the only way to work on it. You know what I mean? Exactly. As long as you're self-aware and you work on it, then that's pretty much it. Where we at, Flexi? 28. Cool. I'm wow, that's already 30 minutes? I'm going to do a, yeah. a news piece and then we'll hit that break so that we can uh, come back to some freestyles because that's always the most exciting. <laughs> but uh, what do we got? What do we uh, did you have anything else on the engineer front to discuss first? On the on the engineer front, um, what did I talk about? Let's get into mastering a little bit. I mean, because I'm not a mastering whole, engineer, but neither. I'll definitely discuss it as far as the little I know. <laughs> yeah, no, because I've I've touched it before, but I'm not like you said. Like I'm I do a, a mix engineers master. Yeah, me too as well yeah. as well. So that's Shout why out to ozone. Ah, ah, you use that too, huh? Okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, all, nah. all fucking mix engineers use it. Right, right, yeah. I actually it, ran into Ozone 8. Um, it, it, it's basically a mastering program for mix engineers to simplify it for our dumbasses because we don't have the <laughs> ear that mastering engineers have. 
Yeah. They're yeah, a different. Yeah, and that's that. why all mastering engineers are assholes. They're like the uh, snobs of the audio society. You know what I mean? They are, though. Because, I mean, I understand the manual work that it takes, though. Like, it's, it's serious work it's, compared to yeah. mixing. M- mixing is and already. You know what's funny own. about it is 99.9 of us don't even really difference. understand it. Yeah. No, aren't going to hear the difference. Aren't going to hear the difference? Yeah. <laughs> you think so? When it comes to. I mean, th- you need them for the consistency across the board. Right. And when it comes to mastering, half the purpose is making sure it's applicable to as many different speakers, headphones, every frequency response possible. So you're going for that crazy flat, and that's what they're most useful for because changing the volume, making something louder in mastering changes the frequency response of everything. Every little bit, you change it. So mastering engineers have this fucking anger about them because their whole job (laughs) is to like make it really flat at a certain volume. And so they'll get it to a volume that people will suggest, like if it's a band asking for it or the label or whoever, they'll get it to that volume, make it perfect over fucking 40 hours of doing it. And then they'll be like, oh, it's actually like perfect. Can you just turn it up a little bit? And then they fucking want to rip someone's head off because that means another 40 hours of work not changing the volume knob. You know what I mean? Because they got to restructure the fucking frequency response again. Yeah, no, that that's what I wanted to get to and you completely just broke it down. That's exactly what I wanted to get to because it's sorting out the wrinkles. I've listened to a mastering engineer bitch about it. So I, oh, really? Yeah, I know the gist. Oh, so you, so you know a couple of uh, mastering engineers? I've met or? some. You met some before? No, I, I'm speaking from experience. I'm not just... Oh, okay, I didn't okay. read a Wikipedia article. No, no, no. <laughs> obviously not. Come on, man. No, I'm just saying like... <laughs> I'm just saying like uh, calling them uh, snobs and whatnot is... Oh, oh. Hey, man. Shout out to the mastering engineers. <laughs> They're great. Yeah, we need y'all. They do great We understand. Work. You're like a special scientist. It's like... You know a heart surgeon's probably an asshole in person. Neur- neurosurgeons. Both. Probably both, yeah. yeah. They're both well-paid and whatnot. Very. They both got that God complex. I save lives. Hey, man, I don't know, but AI is coming in, and uh, it looks like that might take over. And I'm speaking... Yeah, that would be a very interesting thing to watch in that industry, because doctors have definitely been on a pedestal for a very long time. So as soon as it's just robots... Someone had, to call, doc- them, someone had to call them out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think uh, Seinfeld did that a very long time ago. Yeah, it's crazy. But uh, basically, it's just one of those industries that has a lot of room for improvement that AI can definitely bring to the table. So it seems inevitable. I mean, especially the way the pharmaceutical and med- medical industry work in tandem. It's like... I, w- I would say in the next 10, 20 years, just because technology is moving very quick. They already have VR, but no one's really using it like that. Yeah. I mean, it's because they can't mainstream produce it for cheap Not enough yet. Right? yet. Yeah. Right, like how much do they cost? They're like a thousand each for a set, right? Most of them are still in that range. Still, still in that like, range. Like there's cheaper ones that aren't as good, like the PS4 ones and shit. Like the regular they, ones. Yeah, but I mean, I've never used any of them myself. Me neither, but I'm pretty sure it would be a big thing soon. Watch, you're gonna see commercial. Yeah, I like I the mean, Oculus is like still a grand plus, and like, the Oculus. Yeah, those ones are still really big, but um, I would be curious to try that shit. And just know we're speaking from 2019 going into 2020. I'm worried about Philly right now, man. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with him tonight. What's up, bro? What's going on? You all right, buddy? You look, you look kind of tired. I am tired. That's why. Long day, long week. I understand. Cool. <laughs> but, uh... So, I'm not usually one to talk much about the Grammys. Me neither. I just wanted to say the album of the year is Bandana, Freddie Gibbs. And Madlib, in my 
humble opinion and I'd be open to hear what albums you guys like the most this year. I actually do want to shout out Madlib. Um, his production and the fact that I heard, I heard, I'm not sure if it's true, he produced uh, Bandana, the whole album on an yeah. iPad. Oh, th- I mean, there's rumors about that, but I feel like there's probably some wiggle room. Like, right, right. Probably some of them were done. That some kind of them were done, yeah, because... I'm sure a lot of the work was still done in studio. Cause, but still, that's insane, though. Yeah. Like, you're, mean, you're an artist, you know what I mean? That's, that's that, yeah, that's... I, it also speaks to the technology, because realistically, it, producers know that you don't need much if you have a good functioning program. Like, if you know how to program... Right, yeah. Which is how a lot of producers... And I have to program right now. I mean, I still do musical typing sometimes, which is the caps lock button in Logic. Yeah, yeah. But the MIDI controllers that I have have all been breaking. I've gone through three uh, most recently, and I basically still have no good MIDI piano controller or pads or anything damn so i have been programming when i'm producing lately and it, it's cool because it you know brushes me up in it whenever i'm on planes i like doing it you know so i get doing that on an ipad i've produced some beats on ipads myself just because it's fun to like see how far you can get on just a garage band sometimes you know what i mean so be honest with me have the beats you made on the ipad no nah, i wouldn't use them okay but i didn't have no plugins on there Oh, okay, okay. So it was all wrong. Yeah, yeah, it was just the garbage factory. It was, yeah, right, the right. Garage band shit. I, yeah, but um, yeah, shout out Malib. Definitely. Once again. Legend. Fucking legend. And he's impressive for how he operates his brand. He's one of the few people that's like, I don't do social media. I don't even have a phone. Nobody can reach me. Like, you got to hit the landline, leave a voicemail. <laughs> he, he, you don't follow him nowhere. He pops up every 10 years, gives you a classic and fucking dips like it's D'Angelo. He's, <laughs> he's a magical human. <laughs> And um, also shout out Freddie Gibbs. As him well. and Freddie are having a great moment, and I really wish they had gotten Grammys out of it, man. But here's the thing, though. That's where the conversation where mainstream rap goes into underground rap. I would say that this made that jump for them. It did, right? If you look at the numbers, it's mainstream. Um, did it get radio it's mainstream play? numbers? Did Did it get radio play or no? Uh. I don't know. I'm sure it got some. Like, they always do hometown minimum type shit. You know what I mean? Something like, like that, like around the but, around the county city. Yeah, I don't know if there was anything major distribution-wise, radio-wise. And I'm not sure if that's a prerequisite for the Grammys. It probably is or something of that nature. So yeah. it, it probably has something to do with that. But I, it, in the modern day, if that's the issue, then let's talk about changing that. Because the Academy needs to catch the fuck up. Matter of fact, the Academy, the academy should be more accountable. Like, is there a list... That we can look at somewhere at everyone who's in the academy, because it's all a bunch of like industry people. Yeah, um, I think they have a website. Like we need to start showing up at these doorsteps. You know what I mean? (laughs) Or or petitioning or something. (laughs) Man, you better start a revolution, man. It's got to be done in one way or another. I mean, and the Soul Train Awards need the same pull up. Shout out to Art Lennox and Dreamville. We're gonna go into that break now, so I can piss and regroup. Did Did you have a favorite album? At all? Wow. Um, yeah, I haven't really been... Um, catching up to music? No, not not lately, no. Been not working com- a lot. Not complete albums. Not I've, complete albums. You've been listening to a lot of podcasts, too, though. Yeah, that, too. I've been listening to a lot of podcasts. The way the way we consume information nowadays compared to the past, everything is like fast food. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Pretty much. It comes right at you. It comes right at you. Like, literally. Yeah. Like, now that we have social media, somebody could drop an album tomorrow. And you know what I mean? Like, literally, it's promoted by tomorrow. Yep. Back then, you had to go through a middleman to give them your album, let them know, and then they'll let you know if it's quality enough for you to even post it. And if it's not quality enough, you go back to the studio again for maybe a couple other months. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it was a whole process back then. Now, we got the internet. It's yeah. it's a definite crazy difference in every aspect of production. I mean, I had some OG teachers that basically they forced you to do a few things like understand how you have to do it on tape. Yeah. Like te- they teach you that process so that you respect how fucking much work they used to have it's to crazy, do. Yeah. They're kind of just bitter about it. Engineers are funny. But basically they forced you to do that. Uh, we were forced to do live analog mixes. Wow. So like on the, you know, 48, on, on, the on the 48 fucking slider console, you're doing yeah. like several people simultaneously doing the live mix with a fucking full band going uh-huh. all at once. And you're like, you have cues and moments and fucking shit to remember. It's a mess. And you're like, oh yeah, this used to suck, huh? Because <laughs> I could do this in two seconds in fucking Logic right now. <laughs> but um, what was your favorite album for the year? Oh, um, favorite album for the year. To be honest, I haven't really been bumping mainstream music. I do appreciate, uh, like you said, Bandana. This isn't a mainstream podcast, really. I can't believe my favorite was a mainstream because it probably normally would have gone in this circumstance to Elements Project, I think. Actually, Bass Pimpin' dropped this year, right, Philly? Also, that RC, you know what? There's a lot of really good local shit this year. So, Uh, What what have you heard locally before? um, uh, Mood Swings in this Maroon Jungle is an Element Jetson album that dropped this year. Mm -hmm. Tremendous. Uh, RC is a project that Lil Fort dropped this year. Tremendous. Mm-hmm. Um, Gold Midas dropped. Ah, what was that project name? Basically, them and Jamon Creek's Bass Pimpin', which dropped at the beginning of the year. Uh, a fantastic set of projects that are all very Broward local. Rumbling around Broward, huh? Yeah, well, there's there's a lot of talented people down here in South Florida. I just feel no like some doubt. people don't appreciate, man. You know what I mean? Even though, look, I'm gonna come from my perspective. You don't, owe, of course, no one owes you anything in this world. But at the same time, when there's talent, I think we're in the process of figuring out how to be a better community about it. And I think that's the key. I think Atlanta's kind of shown us that in a lot of ways. LA as well. And if more people start, you know, reaching back after they get a little somewhere, then, then, right? then we're definitely going to be able to make a crazy wave because there's a, definitely a major pocket of talent down here in South Florida that it's stupid how many people I know that I believe, yo, if you just fucking keep going, you're on. Like, you're definitely going to make it. yeah, yeah. Like, there's no way someone as talented as the majority of these people are if they are just consistently working mm. can at least carve their lane in this industry in the modern market because yeah. there's so much direct to consumer capability and everything's right at your fucking fingertips and all you have to do is give a fucking try like post shit regularly on a multiple platforms and give a fuck about the people that give a fuck about you just treat them good and you exactly. can build a platform in a matter of years for sure I mean, I, w- I would say what you said, but the thing is I'm not really consistent with posting on the internet and stuff. Like, I'm still getting better at that because... None of us are doing nearly enough in that department. I feel like, yeah. Just the, the reason being because we're only about, what, 20 years in the internet? I mean... Like, uh, probably a little longer than that. Yeah, but, but it's the, like, I think a lot of us know 
that we need to do more. It's just we got to figure out whatever it is that's fucking holding us back. Because realistically, it's not rocket science that you're going to get more attention if you present more content more consistently. No, but I think... um I would say for the people who didn't have the internet before in the past that are now trying to transition, like me, for example, um, it's, I would say it's not hard. It's just adjusting to it. It's that everything's literally at your fingertips. Like, what you have there on the desk is a supercomputer. It That's is. the size of, like, what, like, six inches, five inches? It's ridiculous. Like, it's insane, dude. It's insane. No argument here, man. But I'm just saying, like, we understand what it takes. It's just a matter of figuring out the thing that'll that stop you from doing it. Because the first step is knowing what the fuck you got to do. And I feel like most people know what they got to do. So that's do you, what you got to reverse engineer. Do you, do you think it's a sign of insecurity about, like, posting every day, doing this, doing that? Absolutely not. It's a sign no, of right? ambition. It's a sign of ambition. And I think a lot of people will think that in their own head, but that's just their own insecurity their stopping own insecurity them from stopping fucking them, right? pushing their product. Right. Like, all you have to really do is ask yourself what your motivation is. Mm-hmm. If that's good with you, then anybody else's reaction shouldn't even be a hindrance. In a way, yes, from you producing. The, the, um, the quality of the track or whatever you put out is subjective to the people. You can't really say, oh, this is perfect. Of course, everybody's going to perceive it differently. Yeah, you can't be like, oh, this is fire, and somebody else might be but in the back But if it's fire to you, but that's the thing, is you're not respecting your opinion enough. Like, why would you value their opinion more than yours? More than yours, it's yeah. It's good to value their opinion, for sure. Of course, you can but get some you criticism. you don't put it over yours. Right. And if you actually think it's fire, that's the most important opinion. Period. That's true, yeah. So it's okay to present that opinion. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's right, yeah. Everyone, yeah. Is, is it okay for people to present a negative opinion on your shit and you can't present your fucking opinion on it? Exactly, like you, you gotta yeah. value your opinion a little bit more than everyone else's and you'll be fine. Which you should because you are the sole owner of your body, of your mind, uh, everything. It's exactly how it goes. And people will respect you respecting yourself. People can just, in a way, sense when you don't, respect your own opinion so that people just naturally aren't usually drawn to that right you know what i mean right and i think that a lot of people that are really talented artists experience that because they're just too down on their own everything i would say that's a form of being misunderstood as well i mean in a way not in a position to try to be understood really yeah i mean you could i feel like it that way yeah, it's a tomato-tomato issue, really. In a way, it, yeah, it, yeah. It, but I think my position is more of an offensive, like, go, well, yeah, go nah, take dude, it. The way you're going right now? No, but I'm just saying, like, versus, I feel like what you're, the way you, the way you perceive in that is the more perce- defense mode. You know what I mean? Mm, in a way, no, because I'm just asking you questions because I want to see, you know what I mean, how you think of other people, how they're doing, how they're using the internet. The way I'm using the internet, I feel like I'm not using it enough the way I should be using it. I, I definitely agree with you because I feel the same way. Yeah. And I know you're not posting as much as me, like you right. said. Right, so. exactly. But that's only relative because I'm not posting enough either. My right. goal is th- ideally three posts a day per platform. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn? Uh, more so like each of our shows. So IG is the most important one for me right now. Do you think Instagram hit its peak before you uh, go on your list? It very well may have. It seems like it. I, f- I feel like Instagram hit its peak already. But uh, I'm we're definitely in uh, process on getting our TikTok shit together to change our organic growth direction. Hmm. 
That, that was a little tricky, but at the same time, some it's people... It's a little tricky, but we got a team of, what, five or six people, and we've done a lot of good brainstorming on it, so I'm feeling confident. So have you guys posted yet or no? Uh, Millie definitely has started, and have you started yet? And there's a couple of us still straggling a little bit because we're get, like doing specific styles of content. Like oh, okay, okay, The okay. sports podcast, Keeping It Real, is going to be doing some interesting uh, media impressions of like, you know, uh, sports media personalities, That's things dope. of that nature. Uh, I'm going to be doing freestyle things of a nature I can't fully hash out yet. It's going to be... Uh, I, dance. <laughs> I, I wasn't planning on hey. dancing. Hey. Maybe we could do the uh, the Chinese New Year one, but that, that's one of those one, one of those you know like I mean? thriller videos that they post on Instagram where they're dancing like crazy. <laughs> nah, they're actually pretty cool. Some the of them. the thriller videos. You need to get me Some fully drunk for the dancing. That's all I'm saying. But uh, on top of that, I would say, fuck. I just totally lost the train of thought. Me too. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm gonna Doc, Grove. What you're doing? Basically, it, it's gonna be pretty soon. Definitely this month that we're all gonna have new content there, and that's. Definitely the best organic growth place right now, platform-wise. So Dude, that that could be an insane funnel for your podcast, just you know, for you guys basically. That's an the goal. insane funnel. That's the goal. I heard. I'm not sure. I heard it's like 1.5 billion people on it right now, or something like that, or probably more. It yeah, they recently hit that. Yeah. That's insane. The internet is like literally, literally unlimited. That's it it just takes the money. next app. Yeah, that's what just I'm saying. Think about it. You're getting like 15 cents. Every, like, <laughs> Wait, so quick question. So that's how much they uh they pay for like no, let's say like like monetization or it, it isn't a monetized platform yet, is it? It's not uh, monetized. I thought it was. TikTok? Oh. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is it is monetized, monetized right? It has commercials and then it also oh, has is a it? premium version and plus there's like certain ads brands that Well, wow, I don't know shit about users. TikTok then. I didn't know there was a direct monetization built into it. Well, no, I'm talking about like. Oh well, yeah, you can get. Well, yeah. yeah, you can get sponsorships anywhere. True, you, you could fucking get a sponsorship to fucking put a billboard up. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think YouTube's gonna get replaced anytime soon? No. Uh, show me the competition. <laughs> right. Cool. Like there has oh, to be a someone visible on the horizon. Uh, did you see the Google founders just step down? What? The Google founder. The no. two founders that have been there for decades. Running the show, just stepped down. Pull that up. I want to see that real quick. That's insane. Google? Yep. Do you know how much money they made? <laughs> I don't think any of us will ever know how much money they made, including the government. Nah, to be honest, though, I feel like they don't even report it on file. It's, it's that type of like... That's what I just said. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no one with that much money. <laughs> Sasha is coming at them. Yeah, they basically stepped down saying they're they don't want to they they want to take on the role of the proud grandparent and they don't want to be uh interrupting the day-to-day operations. So what is your opinion on that? Um sounds like some of the lower executives right below them probably got a little too powerful and it got messy and they're like, "Yeah, we should back out before something bad happens." And they, they might have got forced out, but either way they're going to people out real quiet. Well, who you're dealing with at that level that's probably a has a lot of money too and already yeah. has those people in place that's literally like a money versus money show right there going on like that's the people i mean th- think about it if someone has enough money to oust the founders of google they have enough money like their operation is already going to be 
We have a team of people on his phone, on every piece of technology he has, and we know exactly what he's doing, where he is, and how, like everything about how he's operating. And they're going to present that and go, we are doing the same for your family. What do you want to do here? You want to step down? Or is this going to be like an accidental uh, death situation? Do Do you consider that like this kind of the same situation as when Dr. Dre sold beats? I mean, not really though, because they're stepping down because of a different reason. Because well, Dr. Dre sold beats they, completely. They got an exit. Yeah, that was an exit. Oh wow! Him and Jimmy, it's called an exit when they just sell a company and they just yeah, sold yeah. it and made a billy. Wow. A b b b billy. Be on the side for billy. Uh, here is a milli milli, something like that. <laughs> but we're gonna run into that break right now. All right. Be right back. You shake and pretend, like an angel and watch my shit be the end. You shake and pretend, like an angel and watch my shit be the end. Last man was a dub, all the little shit you don't really want to risk. Oh shit. Bumbleman Beats Volume 9. I'm not gonna lie, dude. I've been thinking about dropping like beat tapes. You should. Like Bumbleman Beats Volume 9. Out now on Noble Blues and SoundCloud. Who's who's a producer of this? Noble Blues. Noble Blues? AKA Bumbleman Beats. Okay. I like the sample. AKA Question the Beat Maker. Next we gonna see paper Can you be greater? I could be the waiter But I don't have the patience For that type of tiplessness You gave me 15% I need a witness kid Cause it's gonna get messy here soon All up in the bathroom stall Wonder if it's noon or it's midnight Then I left your jaw All up on the floor Got some more for ya I don't know If we gonna move quick Or find a different picture y'all Take the snapshot That's hot If he can do it quick enough Back right If I got the bluff can you understand if I split the spliff quick enough? I didn't rough. <laughs> I come back, I attack, perfect timing, ain't no lack. I just ride in with the beat, perfect timing, stay beneath. I just stay low and I keep in my crib, in the studio. This is shit I do, live my life like I'm Coolio. I go crazy, choose perfect timing, I can get it rough. It ain't enough. Isn't that what we doing? Uh. Yeah. Uh. Is this too loud? No, but I actually feel like I'm clipping though, like while I'm rapping. Maybe just a wee bit. Or maybe just my headphones that but, sound though. Yeah, that might be it too. We probably good. But yeah, shout out to the producer though, he's dope. Shout out to the blues that's noble. It's true, just what I told you. You should go and hold the goblet of fire gone with the liar in the wind i am not your friend anymore getting bored of my own conscience spitting out nonsense why do they want this probably should have went and listened to another podcast i don't know if i have anything left to offer but here we are again with your friends with your family trying to act like it's good to the end handle me something hand me over something from the table i ain't talking thanksgiving talking Cain and Abel. i ain't had the spread yet someone place my bet for me i think it's about to get gory about to read stories like slick rick they know me as big chain and i don't even know what i'm saying 
Am I sane, man? I wonder if I'm aiming or if I got any marksman anyway. I can find my own petty weight. Wrote today, probably about to say something less intelligent. Uh, fly, I say right. Hit up other countries, they can see me at the night. I come in light and I give them all the fright. I come in cold. Put them on hold. Fucking on beats. I do my shit. I bring the heat. Cold in the winter time. Steady on my rhymes. Heard the beat switch, I do my shit. Heard the beat switch, I do my shit. It's over already? Oh shit. It's about to be. Switch the beat, bro. Switch the beat. I lost it already. I lost it already. Like the first like 30 seconds of it, I had it. <laughs> oh, okay. I like, I like this vibe right here. Ooh, ooh. Is the same producer? Yes, sir. This is That Beat Tape. That's a, that's a Bama Man Volume 9. Nice. 9 is my favorite number. They look dumb when I bang the thunder I do not aim, I wonder If I probably did it consciously or unconsciously Is it left brain or right brain? Anomalies happen when I get to starting with rapping And I'm probably accidentally doing it Fluid is snapping like it's golden salivary glands That the man probably should have brought to the table earlier I don't think you heard of him yet But it's gonna be murder when Someone tries to step up in the booth up against him What is happening? Climbing every wall that they've been fracking in like it's the great one in china i take one i'm china do a little better each time bro fire off the hip quicker than a lighter with a lighter i am big oh that was hard that was hard man damn uh caught him off guard i leave it out i put it all up on the courts i go about i live my life and go of course i run my route Give it to my family, cause they're struggling I live my life, yeah, I got this shit so juggling I get my phone, leave, I lost it I was feeling that beat too, alright, right back, right back uh. Crazy run attack, I run facts uh. Chilling with my nigga Luke, this is what I do My last name new, I come in coop, I leave it too I spill my grind, I give it up I leave it out all the time, I run it up Hear my voice across the countries That's international, I come with such a bastard flow How do you handle cool hand Luke in a damn five panel made by Johnny They don't want me some shit they gon' get swampy with I don't even know when I'm honest yet I noticed that I say swamp again cause we in Everglade land I don't know what to tell you but they never made plans that I didn't show up to I'm a homie that could show up dude I don't know if I go front we gon' do something now We gon' go meet for lunch we gon' catch another movie too Who are you to front? I don't say what I want I say what I thought I say anything that comes about the faucet what you got I let it run let the water pour Bring that ice, come in nice, and I leave it for All the ones who see me struggling uh, I come up now, juggling uh, I leave the words and I repeat, I repeat Had a little project in the works, threw it away I get it worth, I run game and it's escape I know the feeling is called perfectionism is disease-ridden You should proudly let it exit, bruh 
Let it purge about the body like you had a shoddy right to the face Am I my, out of my place? Let me know if so But I'm just trying to let it go Let you know that what you gotta do is move forward Maybe quality versus quantity isn't the same ratio that we thought it should be But either way, obviously, I am on top of these beats Questioning myself and questioning these existences that happen simultaneously current in different dimensions I kinda believe in string theory But oh and did I mention Mr. Guyan doesn't say shit that doesn't make sense anymore Think that I will be left there a short That's by the beach If they don't like me We gon' step to the side and see how it be uh. Yeah that's what it is right now yeah. <laughs> That's a good one, man. Fucking yeah, shout out to Nova Blues on that shit. Shout out to Nova Blues. God damn. But uh, what were we talking about before this started back? Well, man, uh, my freestyle wasn't perfect. Man, freestyling is... Uh, I, I do it way too much at this point, and I still like have plenty of fumbles and blases and blah, 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 blah. Well, I mean, like I told him, you know, rapping wasn't my first... Um, but that's what I'm endeavor. saying, like, based off the timing, like, you, yeah. you're well ahead of where you should be, so. You think so? Yeah. Thank you, dude. Thank Definitely. you. I mean, Honestly, man, like, I, I feel I, like. I, I enjoy bringing people into freestyling a lot, so I'm used to seeing a lot of early freestylers, so I have a lot of comparison to oh, you know, okay, judge okay. that off of. Right, right. And I only do that a lot because it's me trying to give back the gift that basically Malcolm MCC gave me, which was, like, helping me deal with the insecurity block of not being able to freestyle off the dome. You know what I mean? Mm, nah, you got it, though, man. You're there already. Well, sometimes, but appreciate that. Nah, this one you had it, though. I mean, for the other times, I don't know because I haven't <laughs> been to your podcast in forever. But, yeah, I mean, it's not as consistent as I'd like it to be, but, you know, that's that's the game. It is what it is. Actually, that that wasn't even a written. That was really, like, off my mind, and I was like, wow, okay. I impressed myself. I, like, I really started off as a producer, man. Like, I never used to do any of this. Hey, me, so. Dude, there was a point where I literally would sit and try to even be able to say garbage. Right, so say anything. Get good, yeah. And I wouldn't even be able to. Yeah, because it wouldn't even like, come out. I had mental block for a very long time. Mm. Very long time on it. So, I definitely understand that. Like, yes. I came from the bottom with freestyling. Yeah, man. It's, wow. <laughs> for years, like, with that original group, even they freestyled and I would never fucking jump in. They, I don't think they've ever in history seen me freestyle just because that came much later. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, back in high school, um, they used to be freestyle groups. I used to record for them, actually. They used to be a cameraman for them. Used to record and put them on YouTube. That's dope. Yeah, that was back then when like YouTube first started popping off yeah. and shit. And now now that I see it, I'm like, wow. Now I can actually rap. I was a freaking cameraman, dude. That's I was funny. never We were posting like them on MySpace. I'm a little older than you. On MySpace? <laughs> nah, because I used MySpace as well, but I was at yeah. the end of it. You were probably like when it hit its peak in the middle, kind of. Yeah, we were posting our music on there and everything. Yeah, I was there. at the end of it where I had a profile page and a profile it was page. terrible music. You know what's the sad part? There's probably that terrible, terrible music still out there somewhere. <laughs> I remember that, yo. MySpace, where you used to put like your, your, your background song when, oh, when you yeah. first entered the page. Automatically and you couldn't stop that shit, bro. Nah, you couldn't stop yeah. it, nah. It goes I, right I, I would hide it in the HTML. You wouldn't see the. You wouldn't be able to see the visible player, bro. You force you gotta, him to watch it bro, or to I listen to it. You got to out of profile. Like, yo, fuck you, <laughs> bro. You know you want to hear this diss track, bro. Come on, son. <laughs> but, no, yeah, right, right. Back then, wow, dude. What what a transition. Uh, so one thing I want to do more often that I'd like to do especially since I'm playing a lot more music these days is uh, would you like to play us something? Oh yeah Because we're oxed up here Like like one of my songs or something? Or? Yeah whatever you like man oh, okay okay If you want to show me a mix if you want to show me some personal artistry whatever it be Uh yeah Okay yeah 
forgot I have a 5 is. <laughs> you need a. Uh, no, no. Oh, you don't? Cool. Because we have an adapter so also. 5S? 5S, bro. How is it still working? He um, did the thing that you had to do in time. Oh, okay. That's true. You just had to do it by a certain day. Believe it or not, my phone got stolen, man. Oh, no shit. Yeah, my phone got stolen. Uh, it's not far-fetched, by the way. <laughs> Believe it or not, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I was angry that night, but then I realized, like, look, you can't really control people. It was way far gone at that moment. Uh, yeah, so I just moved on. I had this in the, on the side, so I was like, you know what? I don't need to upgrade to iPhone 11 to prove anything to anyone. Yeah, so. no, it's always good to Whoa, have that one on the side. Like that, <laughs> I'm just joking, man. Why you got something to prove, Philly? I'm joking. I don't know, man. He no, he, he doesn't have anything to prove though, because he got the shitty one. It doesn't even have three cameras. Yeah, I got that. Damn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he clearly doesn't have anything to prove. Yeah, I just wanted the new one because I was like, I probably ain't gonna upgrade till they got an iPhone 20 anyway. So yeah, cause, well, because they'll <laughs> fucking shut it down in four years if it's one of the older ones. Dude, just know like or with two the security years. and all that. Oh man. But uh, so what are you gonna control. play for us? Uh, I'm actually gonna play you some release music. Uh, I have some music coming out in a couple of days. This is MWO exclusive. So I'm going to play some exclusive music. Um, Let me just play you the first 30 seconds. Obviously, it's all written. All right. So the single is called Float. It's called Float. Uh, shout out! I forgot the producer's name. Matter of fact, let me look to the credits right now so I can shout him out. Yeah, do that. He's actually really, really. We young. gonna get real hypocritical in here real soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, believe it or not, he's actually a fourteen-year-old producer that I found on YouTube. Hey, fourteen shout years out to old, the young man. Fourteen years old. Shout out to you. Where's he at? Uh, damn, I gotta find his name. <laughs> um. I don't really know his location or anything like that. I just found him as a... Yeah, well, you're not supposed to ask that to 14-year-olds online. Yeah, yeah. No, even then, <laughs> that's his YouTube page. Like, I don't know his Instagram or anything. I literally just ripped I'm it I'm just making YouTube. jokes. It works, though. It works. Oh, man. All right, as I look for it, I'm going to play the song real quick. Cool, for the cool. first 30 Yeah, seconds. we can credit after, too. Yeah, yeah, let me credit him after. The liveest motherfucking podcast in Broward County, bitch. Welcome to the MWO exclusive music corner that hasn't been named yet so i'm gonna <laughs> choke in that introduction big mwo shit you know what the fuck is going on you did oh. Oh. now plugged all the way in there okay guess, uh, there it is yeah. you need that <laughs> you got it we have connection <laughs> they're doing it to you on purpose too Think I'm clipping now? Nah, I'm clipping. Boy, past that, yo, that shoe was about to explode. <laughs> the liveest motherfucking podcast in Broward County, bitch. Big MWO shit. You know what the fuck is going on? You did. I done look right through and I stay focused on my mission. Told you songs back that I attack precision. I ain't going outside, holding the position Sonic on the dash, stop hyping up the wrong shit And I'm moving past all the hate because I got this Plan to see, let it lapse and it will grow A different breed, throw the dirt but I'm afloat Live this motherfucking podcast and brown So yeah, that's the first 30 seconds right there Yo, that's lit, man Thank you, thank you You produced it? 
Oh, well, I no, mean, you, I mean, engineered it. Yeah, yeah, actually engineered it. I mixed nice. mastered it. Nice. You know, did, did a little yeah, mix it's on a, it. you, I forget to qualify which part of production sometimes. And <laughs> no, that's fine. But yeah, once again, shout out to the fourteen-year-old producer. I did not expect that beat from him. Yeah, no, that's fine. Um, that was a great beat. Yo, yeah. Felly, I like standing up. We got to get a big fucking stand-up stand. table in here. <laughs> stand desk. Yeah. Just go yeah. in the corner. Let it be optional for everybody. You know, they got those. They got the sit-stand. I would hope so. Have, uh, conference tables now. They're expensive as fuck. Oh, yeah. That'd be crazy. But, um... So, uh, what's, what's your opinion on that song? Or that little snippet I just showed you? I mean, it was definitely a small portion of it, so it's hard to get a full read, but it's definitely a cool-ass vibe. Sounds yeah. great. Like, Thank you. Yeah, man. Thank you, bro. Thank you, guys. Sounds uh, very intro-esque. Like, is it towards the beginning of a project oh, you're aiming for that? or No, believe it or not. Um, I've been re- I've been releasing a couple singles lately that have been having white covers only. And I would say it is a project, but it's not titled. And I'm not actually organizing and dropping as like a debut project or anything like that. It's just more of experimental. I feel you. I love doing shit like that, too. Yeah, trying out different flows to see which one can really stick to the people. Yeah, I, I I mean I definitely like that you're just in your uh, development stage. Like, yeah, that also makes sense as far as not posting as much and things of that nature. To just be honest, I'm actually better at posting music than posting on social media, as in like personal posts. Yeah, but even when you post music, like it's good to post on social media that you post the music. As, yeah, you know I know, I, mean? I know, I know. Yes, I need to work on that. Pretty key. My marketing actually. is pretty bad. But um, it's still. I mean, you obviously got a product there, man. So just fucking keep moving with it. Like, obviously, thank you. I definitely am not, you know, someone to point in directions or guide people's careers. I just know that if you fucking consistently put that fucking work in, like, yeah, there's no questions. I'm actually about to play you um, one more song. Right. That's already out, actually. It's part of that little mini series of, of singles I've been dropping lately. I've been dropping these singles, I think, since November. Since, like, the end of November, towards the end. Oh, so super recently. That's dope. I need to check them out then. I wish you would post about them. <laughs> I'm actually because I don't be going through the streams that often. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I do follow mean. you though. If on, you drop SoundCloud? it on SoundCloud, yeah, I'm yeah, pretty sure. I have, I have dropped on SoundCloud actually. I, I'm ju- I'm just saying I haven't been going through the streams. Oh, oh okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure I do follow you if I were going through the streams. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna show you um, a song called "Keep." Big MWO shit. You know what the fuck is going on? Produced by LUA. Shout out to LUA. Shout out. I really need to update this goddamn soundboard, man. It's all good. <laughs> this is me experimenting with my sound a little more. Hey. Rather than the last song I showed you. Love good guitar sample. I, I didn't produce it, LUA, but I still. Yeah, he's great. I observe reflection. Thought it was that there's more. New girl served and is netting. My name, you won't forget it. Laying the solid base. Subliminal shots, no justice. Essential lines I worded. Last song told you I run this. Past nights have vision blurry. I'm strong and I get buckets. They eating off my plate. Pushing the wrong mistakes. But there's no one to blame. Wake up sharp in my aim. So, yeah, this, this is uh, 40 seconds in. It's dope. Allow this motherfucking podcast of Brown County, bitch. Give me a chance for the cancel Got in trends with samples Hidden drums put on armor Knocked down then I got smarter Took hits but I hit harder Undressed rumors and gossip Blessing the speakers often Quiet years I went public Now you hear how I'm coming Truth is took more than love Timing couldn't give up So yeah that was the last verse right there 
I really fuck with the spacey vibes. With the like, spacey vibes, right? Yeah. Thank you, thank it's you. Definitely something I uh, I dabble in a lot. Just a I've, favorite. I've, I've been experimenting with like reverb. Yeah. I've been learning. I've been learning yeah, how to actually use reverb. Because <laughs> back then, like I thought reverb was just oh, I just click on it, hit a preset. Yo, I got this sound. I got Travis Scott sound. Yeah, I mean I that's what we think all fucking mixing is at first, right? Yeah, yeah. Presets Big galore. MWO shit. So you know what the fuck is going on? You did. It's dope though, man. Shout out to OUA once again. Great production. But, uh, so what are you thinking about your own work at this point? Like, you definitely seem to be very invested in other people's opinions of it, but like, where have your preferences lied and what you've done? In the few different variety of things you've tried, you know what I mean? Starting off with progress, just progress alone. From 2017 till now, 2017, uh, my sound was nothing like this. Ah, that's inevitable. Yeah. Especially but, this early in the it, process. Yeah, yeah. But even then, like, in terms of me singing, like, the, the way I did in the last song, Keep, um, and in terms of rapping, like, the other exclusive song I showed you called Float. Uh yeah, like I've progressed like crazy. It's why it's like just, I don't know. There's there's no way I could even describe it because I started off as a producer. You know what I mean? Just using FL Studio. So I recently got into Pro Tools. Now I'm using Pro Tools as the songs I'm mixing my music on. Nice. So I also use Reaper. Shout out to Reaper. They're a great doll. Yeah. Great company. Uh, it's definitely the more off to the side slept on. Yeah, very doll. alternative, but it's very very useful. Yeah, it's. Now it's kind of in the same lane as like Cubase. Like you never hear that one anymore. Exactly. Either. Exactly. Ableton's a more common one. Yeah. Well, the DJ and EDM community yeah. absolutely needs it. Like it's, exactly. Yeah. Because more for live performance stuff like that. I mean, that's the origin of it. But now a lot of people just produce in it just for produce, sure. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I think uh, Kenny Beats only uses fucking Ableton Live. Really? I didn't know. Yeah. I thought he used. Uh, you never Logic. watched The Cave before? I I saw one episode, but I thought it was. Um, I think the episode I saw was with uh, who was in there. Freddie, no, it's been a lot of rappers. Yeah, Freddie Gibbs was in there. So was Six Lack. Yeah, Black was in there. Fucking uh, Earth Gang did one. By the way, edit that out because I messed up his name. <laughs> 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 but yeah, um, oh yeah, um, that question you asked me about me progressing in rap. Yeah, so since 2017 till now, it's like wow, the progress has been for. I've been experimenting my song a lot more. I've actually gotten really great results on that song Keep that I just showed you. So you're fucking with the more spacey or experimental vibes, the more like spacey that. Because I'm just yeah. curious what you know tickles your fancy as opposed to just like what do you think is working with other people more. I would I would say Kid Cudi really uh really 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 gave me like a base in terms of like setting the tone and setting the vibe of the music in terms of like the space experimental more yeah. melodic. I've definitely. Kid Cudi caught that yeah uh, bug myself and vibe in a lot of ways I mean he's so influential in our generation musically is crazy like, I feel like he's underrated but that's yeah, he is topics. because he's probably debatably the most musically influential as, as pertains to allowing certain artists to really pave their lane right yeah it was, it was he gave everybody permission to be different in a way that even like outcast didn't have the opportunity to do not because like, kid cuddy wasn't a whole nother like it, strategy. it was a different fucking world yeah for yeah sure. another strategy yeah for sure and what it did vibe wise and rap wise taught you was like because i mean he did a lot of shit just off the dome on his albums i i didn't know that oh yeah a lot of it is just just freestyling just yeah conscious stream wow and Especially around um, 
Which one was it? Was it Man of the Moon 2? I think it was that had like Ashen, Kutcher, that was Kutcher, Man of the Moon 2, yeah. yeah, and shit like that. Like a lot, like that whole song is like freestyle. The whole song? Yeah. Like he, it, for him, he was such a vibe more than anything else anything that else, he taught yes. you certain things that we thought mattered in hip hop didn't matter as much as exactly. we thought for sure. Exactly. And newer people have taken that to a whole new level in a lot of different ways, but he's definitely the one who freed us in a lot of ways. So exactly. I, I, I definitely have a massive, I mean, he has a m- huge part of my life just nostalgically now. You know Yeah. I, mean? I, I remember his mixtapes he was dropping back when he was in Cleveland and I'm like, that's the origins, dude. How far you went with your sound and how much you experimented. My, my it's city, insane. my city. It's insane. Fucking, ah, man. Everything was game-changing at that point. Like, that, that was the like 09, the 09 time, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. bro. It was such a crazy, crazy time in music. In the 2010s, all the rappers that are huge now. It, like, anything could have fucking happened at that point, though. It was the first time it, where it, it was, like, like, wide open, It was, like, right? the, the fucking world had opened up. It, it was, yeah. It, what the fuck is next? Who's next? Like, exactly. you, you felt like you knew about, you know, newer, cooler people that other people didn't know about yet that were definitely, like, looking like they're on their way. It was, like, especially for me and my development, a, a super magical time just because... I mean, Wayne had already kind of taken over and was almost about to fall back a little bit. Was doing his like rock shit more and things was that, like that. Was that about the time where he went full mainstream, like 09, 2010? Yeah, like that was like Carter three ish. Carter three ish. Yeah, right mm-hmm. yeah, and that was you know he went platinum in one week with that, and then it was over. Like he was just superstar from there. But we are on a hell of a tangent right now. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck we're talking about. But um, nah, you were just asking me how my how my. Oh yeah, your preference of your fulfillment and that, but um, but that's to be cool honest, that, to that the Cuddy influence actually is yeah, that thank you. you know no he's great because I mean that's true for most of us I think yeah I mean some people should point that out some people don't but then again, a lot of us do though right yeah. um <laughs> so moving on um what else what else talking about uh, I would say me even rapping in general is like wow the the thing is like I I did set out a goal. I did set out a goal to really put my hands into music. I just didn't know the transition would be there that uh, that powerfully. Like, it hit me. It really hit me. You know what I mean? The transition really hit me. Because I was going through a lot of personal things for the past, I'll say, five, six years. So I was, I was looking for a way to express it. But obviously not in a negative manner. Let out anger to certain people, things like that. You know what I mean? So I would... I would, you know, drown out to music, you know, escapism, typical escapism, stuff like that. Of course, Kid Cudi was in the mix. A lot of old night rappers, OA was in the mix. Um, But I would say, yeah, I mean, I feel like now that I can express myself more freely, because music lets you express yourself in any way, 100%. there's no really rules to how you make your song or the make your only music. the rules that you put there. Yeah, it's only the rules you put there, so... I could sing if I want to. I could rap if I want to. You know a lot I mean? of people so, don't realize that they're putting those rules on themselves, though. So. In a way, yeah, because you can limit yourself. I mean, I definitely limit myself in certain ways that I, I'm, I feel I'm like trying we all to fight. Like, I feel like we all do. I feel like uh, th- there's a part of me definitely still fighting for a certain perception that I shouldn't be fighting for. Like that, you just rather just like you. You can't be making it trying to control how people perceive you. You just got to make it trying to beat you, and then. People are going to perceive it how they're going to perceive it anyways. I mean, I wouldn't say trying to be you. I would just say just be you. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, because... Sometimes you got to try. <laughs> depend, depending on the moment, yes, you're right, because yeah. I've been through that before. 
Yeah. You know I mean, I mean? Especially, especially when you do things like getting on a podcast, for example. Like plenty of people, especially the ones with the least experience, I can watch, like I'll have a conversation with and then we'll sit down for a podcast and I'll watch the conversation like totally, like you're a totally different person a lot of yeah, the time. Yeah. Like, not you, but I'm saying in general, yeah, like, like that happens a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's just because it's a different headspace and you forget like you got to get used to actually just being you so that's what i mean by try is like that happens to a lot of people with music it's like getting out of your comfort zone a lot of people get into music in the first place because it's like a social thing and it you know gives you some a a lot of people like fucking credibility to them like they do something and so they're doing it for the motivation of perception of other people's opinions and shit on them and at the end of the day if they want to grow in their craft or art they're gonna have to get past giving a fuck about everybody's opinion like they gotta put their opinion just over that i i do understand though that everyone does have their own problems so um there there's gonna be people that are gonna relate to your music or to let's say for example my music your music let's say anybody else because they might be going through a similar thing probably not the same but a similar thing and but it resonates to, to the song. It resonates most with them if you're being most honest for, if to you're yourself. If you're being genuine and opening yourself yeah. up, making yourself vulnerable to the tracks, which is why it's important because a lot of people are targeting an audience that might not be the perfect audience for them if they were actually being themselves. I right. saw a really interesting tweet one time that uh, I was surprised to see a lot of the responses to, but basically, a producer in the EDM community tweeted out, "What type of music would you make if?" the genre had no prevalence to whether or not the check was any different the like, check as in like the, if the if it didn't matter if you made folk music or edm music right, right. the bag was always the same size oh okay. what music would you really make to fulfill yourself and a lot of people had very different answers that like big people that i follow that i'm like oh yeah this is their main genre this is what they really fuck with you like what you really want to do jazz I'm I'm actually gonna keep it honest with you. You're probably gonna be like, "Whoa!" But I like alternative a lot. Why would I be like, "Whoa"? I don't know, cause you probably wouldn't expect that from a person like me. I don't know. You see, you're projecting that on that me type for of sure. yeah. yeah, yeah. This is mine's wide open, buddy. <laughs> I, I'm surprised if anyone sits down at this table and doesn't say I like everything. I mean, I wouldn't say I like everything. That see, that's that surprises me more. That's my whoa moment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't say I like everything, but what that doesn't it mean sounds that I, like you have very specific caveats. Are you one of the people that says I like everything but country? I could say that. Yeah, yeah, I could say that. Yeah, should we play some uh, Johnny Cash or something? I mean, I've heard <laughs> no, li- no. Listen though, I'm, I'm not the type of person to not hear country at all and then just say I don't like country. I've heard country songs before. People have played it around me as well. I've heard full songs. Yeah, no, I'm not doubting that you've heard it. Yeah, but like mainstream country gives people a very poor perception of country. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it's rap like is any, well. any other genre. Any other genre, but, yeah. But you're already into rap, so you know where to find so what's good. So I know good. exactly. You know yeah, I mean? country, I don't what, really... Exactly. Yeah. That's the whole fucking kit and caboodle. Right. No, but for the songs that I've, that I've heard before in the past that are country, the singing ability, the delivery and everything is there. It's just not my type of flavor, though. That's the thing. Well, again, the, the flavor, if you're catching anything relatively mainstream, is going to be vanilla. That's the flavor. If it's mainstream, yeah, because he's all for... And I mean, by vanilla, I mean watered down, not just white people, but right, literally right. watered down. Yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, any good country music is going to be relatively, I don't want to say underground, but definitely not mainstream, like probably more categorized as alternative. Do you think it's worldwide or is it only a nationwide thing? Um, 
it's definitely worldwide because of mega stars like and the passion stuff like your uh your caches and your twitties and your nugens and what's uh who's the dude that sings the gambler can't recall right now god damn it do you listen to country or you don't right yeah i do you do yeah, yeah i actually like country a lot oh uh, okay yeah like florida georgia line luke luke bryant I'm surprised to hear that one. Yeah, um That's that's the, more mainstream, Luke Bryan. The dudes, the Zach Brown band, you know, they, they make really good music. Like I I mean I listen to country music, but it's like party country music and they See, I'm the opposite. When I listen to country music, I listen to the depressed shit. Like nah, usually older unless, shit. Like, it's like um uh, I just like love whiskey. some old like Johnny Cash or Conway Twitty. I like classic, classic shit. Okay, but so you like the newer country? Newer country, yeah. they got some really like good party like party music too. though, for sure. Yeah. Okay, Yo, so Jamal can... Jamal fucking put me on a lot of the modern party music in country because you know he was in the military for a while, so all his friends were like fucking white trash white boys. <laughs> <laughs> and it's really funny because he's just like this off the wall Guyanese cat, but basically he put me onto like. Man, it's an interesting wave of what they're trying to do. I mean, a lot of what they're taking production-wise comes from hip hop. Yeah, a really? lot of yeah, it. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of in it the modern shit. Like yeah, uh, like they even reference like rappers in their music too. So, what would you say the drums? Like more a, a the certain bass, more the bass itself, yeah. like the eight oh eight and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Like, I, if, if it's more party like, rapper. yeah. Like ever since that Red Cup song, they've that everybody's been trying to make a party country record. It seems like, yeah. I mean, I haven't heard it, but wow, that's it's really fucking big. That's really dope, though. That was like a number one fucking song with who? Opera. Um. Yeah, who did the Red Cup song? I've I've heard like. I mean, I've seen YouTube videos of performances. I mean, to be honest, I need, like the the thing is, I don't, I don't like speaking about certain things if I don't know too much about it. You know what I mean? Because then I'm a just. It's about opera? Yeah, yeah. Opera, yeah. I would literally have to do like a psychedelic and to sit down and watch a full fucking See, situation. See, you can't do a, like American opera. Oh, so it's more like you do You gotta do Italian, man. Yeah. It's the like only Italian, real one. I've actually like like that, but like we saw, I can't do that. Opera shit. It's really boring in English and when it comes to like Italian, it sounds beautiful. So like it takes certain artists, certain regions yeah. to really pop out, right? Yeah, it's it's more of uh, the language being sung in being that sung? manner. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So it sounds better. You well to me. I don't. To well, I mean, name, especially yeah. the classics are all written in Italian, and like it's basically a very Italian dominated. Really, I didn't even know genre that. Or, oh yeah, that's where it comes from. Yeah. Oh, okay, mm. that's dope. Yeah, I know because my grandmother, who's Italian, is, was where I fucking saw opera. Like whenever she was watching us, she was watching opera. On the Damn, TV. that's dope. I actually got into it because I was like First watching piece, a Graham. lot of like shows from. Europe, uh -huh. and they would like whenever they have like these bank robbery scenes or something like that, they would play some opera. And I was like, what "The fuck is that? That sounds amazing." They do that a lot. <laughs> they do that a lot on The Sopranos too. Like some crazy shit will be going down. Someone's getting shot in the face in slow motion. They'll be like, "Holy, It's pretty yeah, epic. Crazy. It's, it, it definitely creates a cinematic. Uh, so was there opera in Three Hundred? In the movie 300? There was definitely some major choir action. Yeah, I don't know was. if anything qualifies as opera. I mean, it's probably more specific than my awareness, so mm -hmm. I don't want to speak out of turn. You know what I mean? Right, right. Like, I don't know what technically qualifies as opera. And I know there was just a lot of real uh, orchestral-based 
typical movie style cinematic uh, okay. scoring. That's the word I'm looking for. More like deep. Yeah, more like your John Williams type of uh, performance. You know what I mean? You got the fucking eighty piece. That's insane. I mean, that's not even the big ones. Like they use a eighty piece, I think, for Family Guy. For Family Guy? Yeah, Seth like MacFarlane. The intro? Seth MacFarlane. Uh, everything. Everything? Yeah. Whoa. Seth MacFarlane is a huge big band guy. Like he's obsessed with like Frank Sinatra and shit like that since he was a kid so he, everything he does in the shit is really reflected it's based off of that yeah like even the beginning is a big band song man that's how you know music is universal it's for everyone literally it's for everyone of course I mean once or twice in life when you meet that person that's like oh I don't listen to music that is like, oh you're, you're a demon so you don't you're not you're not you know, turn around you got a 666 on your head I know you it Lucifer likes Taylor Swift man Sheesh. <laughs> that was. I needed a soundboard of crickets. That, <laughs> that one, right, that add, was rough, add, add crickets to the notes for the soundboard. <laughs> uh, so, Fat Joe's retiring. Oh, really? Oh, shit. He's the one person I believe when they say that. Like, there's, there's not many people. There's not like many that? people who say I'm retiring, and I'm like, oh yeah, I believe you. But I feel like Fat Joe's like, yeah, yeah. I, I see retiring. So, yeah, he's probably like trying to get some bucket list in there. So let me, he's retiring. So let me ask you a quick question. Uh, what do you think about his whole discography? I think his contributions to hip hop are more significant in social um, ways, and some of the more early hits, obviously. But as far as full discography, it's not one I like go through a lot. You know what I mean? You I'm also not a New York guy, so I would ask a New York guy yeah, about you, that. You have to revisit Don Cartagena every once in ask a while. Him. Yeah, I mean, for me, that's like the only one. And then like Terror Squad, um, it's that one that they did. What borough is he from? He's from the Bronx. He's yes. Not, actually, <coughs> not far from where I grew up. <clears throat> that's crazy because that's where I'm from. No, so you're from the Bronx from where? Yeah, South Bronx. Okay, okay. Awesome. <laughs> what part of South Bronx? Um, I was, well, I used to be because I moved to a lot of different places here. So okay. it's not like I don't really remember much because I left when I was young. Not okay. too young, but I remember some of it. Um, I used to be on Fox Road. That was one of the houses I used to live in. Okay. It was uh, with the red apartments on the side. That was like one of the first apartments that my parents got when I when I first lived there. When I was first born, actually. Okay. So around there, um, I actually have a picture of the second apartment, which was we were in a basement where my grandma used to live. And I had a couple other family members. Not in the basement, as in like the building. We used to live in the basement part. But in the like entire super, yeah, yeah. So the entire building, I had like family like scattered around in the building and stuff like that. That I think that was the second one we lived in. Um, I had a really fun time there, dude. Like I really miss it. I'm not gonna lie. But then again, the type of environment that was there at the time, my parents didn't want me around there. You know what I mean? So it's still a bad environment. It's like the only part of borough that's not gentrified. Oh, but we're coming for you. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like I was there, like from. Three to the time I was 21. So I got to experience a lot of New York, especially the South Bronx. I'm from the Adams Projects on uh, Jackson oh, okay. Avenue, you know, where the two and five train run. Like, right, right. So I used to take the two train all the time. Yeah. So like those projects that you see when you first come out of the tunnel from coming in from Manhattan. From Manhattan. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Those are the projects that I grew up in. Oh, okay. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I love seeing it because whenever they show like, pictures or videos of the South Bronx. They always so it's like the, the first one you see? It's always, you always see that. It's like, that's my hood right there. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
But yeah, I mean, shout out to the New Yorkers, man. That's that's a part of my childhood, you know I me mean, from back then. And then I came over here, moved to Hialeah and stuff like that. Okay. That's a big that. That's a good combination though. Big change. It is, yeah, it's a what? Change. Huge change. But that doesn't mean we moved to the good part of Hialeah though. We just moved down is there here. A good part? When you say that, I mean, yeah. That's what I'm <laughs> like when you, my first thought of Hialeah isn't like West West Hialeah, the west side of Hialeah, yes, it's getting better. It's actually a lot better than the east part of Hialeah. Okay. The east part is more well, that's probably more what recent side is too. Kyocho on? Right? It is recent. Yeah. Um Kyocho. I have seen it. <laughs> is that like the east side or the west side of uh, Hialeah? I would consider that the east side because the west side is more houses than anything else. Okay. More houses and schools. Um, yeah, the east side is more out there, more in the streets, more. But then again, it was fun for the time being that I was there because I did get along with, you know, obviously I'm Hispanic, so. No. I... <laughs> yeah, dude, Dominican Cuban. Get the fuck out of here. For real though, man. yeah, yeah. <laughs> No joke. No clue. I thought he was black. <laughs> Yo, pe- people say that. A lot of people say that. Some people get it right. Some people say I'm Dominican off the bat. Some people say I'm just straight up American from New York. I mean, because I was born on New York turf, so I understand why they say that. Mm-hmm. Well, because you are American. Because <laughs> I, I am American, exactly. <laughs> I, I've definitely come to realize in my years that people generally have a perception of American as white people. I don't know why. No. I swear to God, someone said really? it today. Someone How? said it today. I don't know, but like I've literally heard multiple people over the past couple of years say, yeah, I used to not think of myself as American just because like, you know, I just pictured that as just white people, you know? Wow. I'm like, that's fucked. Like, that's I mean, fucked. I pictured myself as American. I know, because really you're, you're a fucking eagle-wielding, flag-swinging Republican. I love you for it. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think being an American is like or more of a racial thing. I feel like, but no, but I know where you're coming from though, because some people. I'm just saying, it's American Dad over here. It's American Dad over there. Yeah, minus the CIA. I am a uh, liberal <laughs> conservative. That's what I am. Really? <laughs> Whoa, Amen. The the politics gets the, the two opposites just melted into one. Poli- Listen, man, politics. What are you serious. socially liberal and uh, fiscally conservative, there, Philly? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, believe it or not, people get really emotional over politics, though. Don't believe it or I not. Mean, You're I good with the believe it or not here today, man. What's <laughs> up with you? <laughs> I think you might be overusing that one a little bit. I don't know. Cons- conspiracy. But uh, conspiracies are definitely for felony and friends. You should hop on that shit. Yeah. Talk about the Bronx conspiracies. Is there man. any pizza shops over there in the Bronx? Oh, uh, yeah. No, no. Not it's, that kind of pizza shop. I'm talking about the conspiracy kind of pizza shop. Oh, no. Oh, it's hey, amen. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to leave that topic right there because that's, that's a serious topic. Um, uh, what, else, what else can we talk about? Is that the thing is... <laughs> oh, you need stuff to talk about, bro? We got a whole yeah, list um, of shit. Like, I'm just uh, <laughs> give me give deciding me something. on what to ignore from my bullet points right now, but go, let's start with why, your news. Why are you ignoring your bullet points, dude? Let's, I, let's run it. Based off mood, I... You gotta let me maneuver my ship as I need. You wanna talk about Young Boy's uh, little thing? NBA Young Boy? Yeah. Not really. He actually, no? um, I would say he has a work ethic. I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Yeah, let's leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if you guys heard about this happening today. Um, this uh, these three dudes decided to rob the jewelry store. Where? I heard um, about that. I heard about that. In um, Miramar. Mm. And um, yeah, in Miramar. And pretty much what they did was like, so like a lot of jewelry stores sell a lot of stuff online and UPS is the one who handles all their packages. They should be there overnight or two day to avoid theft. 
Okay. Um, after UPS was doing their pickup, they fucking went in there, guns blazing, and um, after UPS did or when they were doing it. Well, they, I, they, I would have robbed the UPS man. Like, well, I go inside. Idea. Yeah, like From, they if they know when the fucking UPS guy is there, like you hit, hit that dude. There was like three dudes or two dudes. It was two dudes. But it'd be so much easier to rob a truck than a jewelry store. They stole the truck too and they went on a chase uh, with the police all the way through. You ain't gonna make it in a fucking UPS truck. Come on, man. I know. During traffic too. Like fucking idiots. How'd you even get anywhere? (laughs) Yeah. They caused this accident that caused three people to die. Aw, man. I have have no comment on that, man. That's too tragic, honestly. Yeah, that's... (laughs) That's shitty. <laughs> no, that's way too tragic, dude. For real. Like, what? I guess I'm too dark. <laughs> that was in Coral Gables? Like, Did a crash happen? Yeah, it ended in Coral Gables. Yeah, it started in Miramar. How did he get over there? God damn. He no, made but, it fucking all the way to the end of 95. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, though. But, like, the turn of event, that's him? Is that really yeah, him? No, 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 no. Actually, this is uh, I was about to say, he got caught in a hurricane yesterday. right after? <laughs> this is another person. Um, this actually happened down here in Miami. Are you screen recording? I was just, yeah, just don't worry about it. I was just curious. So uh this guy <laughs> It's always this judge. This is the only Which judge we ever put on TV though. Yo, I'm gonna grow my fro like that, dude. So he um he's working for UPS and he's pretty much a temp worker and I think it's pronounced ups. Ups. <laughs> He's pretty much a temp worker, and he's been, like, delivering packages with uh, a main UPS driver, and he's going back, stealing the packages that they stole. Terrible idea. Yeah. And obviously, he got caught. Look at how Yeah, I mean, you're... Look at his hair. Look at his hair. Look at his hair. It leaves a crazy trail, bro. Yeah, man. Hair crazy. Nah, man. It wasn't even worth it, dude. He looked kind of like Kid Cudi on crack. Mm. <laughs> In that picture, you don't think so? You ever look at that. Come on. Afro Samurai? <laughs> you yes. know I got this. Yes. Come on, man. <laughs> It looks like Afro Samurai just blowing in the wind, but he's in a room. Yo, imagine, so I Afro. <laughs> yo, imagine if he perms that. Man, he, he's it got he 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 has got a lot that he could do with it, but it does look like he did have a perm at some point. Yeah, <laughs> like a month ago. Oh, so did you guys see the whole um, <laughs> and the weather took it. Bad baby situation. No, what happened? The box braids. No, bad Bobby. I thought it was bad baby. I don't know, but I, I, when I see it, I need to like say "Bad Bobby" so I know who it is. There's an H in it, bro. You gotta say it with the Boston accent, then. This man, Louis, out of control. Oh, so um, <laughs> she got some box braids. They were hating on her, talking about it was cultural appropriation. Some what? Oh, uh, box braids. They were hating on her. Gotcha. Yeah, talking about it was cultural appropriation, and then uh, she said, "Well, black girls are." Appropriating my culture when they oh this is the shit you tweeted earlier. Yeah, I heard that shit and I was like, "What the fuck?" I mean. That's pushing it, but I, it makes sense. Is it sense. pushing it? I mean, <laughs> it makes sense. I mean, bro, when it comes it's to funny. cultural appropriation, no, I, I, I know it how it's going to, how, how the reaction is going to look, but I mean, I, you know how I feel about the cultural appropriation argument. Like, it's, yeah, they're just it's throwing bullshit it to me. Throwing it way too it, Like, certain honestly, things. It's like, yeah, love for you to weigh in. You shouldn't do that, but like, they're pushing it on Shouldn't a do lot what? The thing, so like, uh, that's, that's a tricky situation, though, because like the Redskins, the Washington Redskins, that's, that's too much. That one, go ahead and change. That makes sense to me. You telling people what kind of hair they can have is yeah, that's when crazy. They're pushing it. That's, that's crazy. When they're pushing it. That's, that's you know what I mean. Opinion. That's when they're pushing it. Like that's one of the examples. But but then again, who's to blame on that though? You know what I mean? Because is once you do that, you're basically uh, what, what blaming everyone. What what is it? The the something warriors. What are they called? Social justice warriors. Yes, that's their fault. It's their fault. It's the extreme left, basically. 
yeah. I mean, yeah, in a way, but like once it gets to a term of conversation, you know, you know how everything goes on the internet. It turns from her to him to everybody, and then it blows up to a whole thing. You know what I mean? I would say, to be honest, you shouldn't. Then again, it's like because I've seen situations like this in the past where you know people use certain things from certain religions to rock it as a fashion statement. You know what I mean? Not not like that. That's the same situation, but in a way, it's. I don't think you should tell anybody how to rock their hair. Or Stuff like that. Not, not you hair. know what I mean? Just because they have a certain hairstyle doesn't mean that, oh, I have a hairstyle, now I'm black. Or, they're not saying that. They just, want, they just want to have the hairstyle. You know what I mean? And black people came up with some really cool fucking hairstyles. But the thing is, now, let, let me now, now, let me dive a little bit deeper. I feel like you should also give credit, though, because that's ancient stuff as well. Certain hairstyles, certain techniques, certain methods. So walk around with a, like one braid that has a little sign that says the origin no uh, no man no not like that not like that man come on man <laughs> no not like that well i'm just saying it jokingly but the point is that like that concept is so broad that it doesn't even make sense like what what do you want me to do to even justify yes yeah. you know what i mean right. like what, what could like be done and also it's nonsense because if you start actually, the, the point I think that this chick who, who none of us really, I mean, her brand isn't very strong to be talking about this. So I'm not the right person for the argument to come from, right? Exactly. But, but the realistic aspect of it stands. Like, if you pull that thread, we're losing this whole sweater. Everyone's using everyone culture. Like, it, all right, everyone's going to stop using gunpowder-based things, any guns. That's all belongs to that's China now. We're going to stop true. using fucking... All y'all motherfuckers, stop eating my pizza. None of it is yours anymore. <laughs> no pasta for you. That's Do mine. Stop drinking whiskey, too? Do you, ever, ever, drink ever again. You can only drink rum. Fuck, and a you're place. a whiskey drinker and I'm a rum drinker. But if we're going to cancel <laughs> cultural appropriation, I the, guess the everybody's world, fucked. The, the world is just a huge trade, man. That's what I'm saying. The we, world is a like, huge trade. It's, it's an ego statement to even present to the world like, oh, this is my thing or our thing. When we're one fucking species. Exactly. This is one swirling pool of shit where all of us have one ancestry line realistically at the end of the day we are literally all related we're one fucking species even if that wasn't true long ago enough we've been breeding with each other for fucking millions of years now could you imagine that living during that time where there's different types of humans yeah but we still have some of their fucking dna yeah we still but like visibly different like, yeah, there used to be different species of us. Now there's not. We got one fucking species, and we're still over here fucking being assholes to each other. Over, yeah, it's yeah. tribalism, and it's going to die out as we continue to homogenize into one perfectly middle brown species. Yeah, pretty much. Especially how the internet's going now, and everything is, you know what I mean? It's, everything's getting talked about, so the more things are talked about, the more people could come to one conclusion. You know what I mean? Not one conclusion, but could come more to conclusions. Definitely, but the the scary part of that is that it becomes a fearful thing to have an alternate opinion for a lot of people. Like a lot of people disagree with all the shit that the people that are loud are talking that, that about. Speak out about it. But because they fucking attack everybody that goes against them. That's a thing it's, though, yeah. It's people are afraid to like even disagree. Like I make a point to talk about things that people argue to crazy degrees with me because 
I need you to know that other people don't believe what you believe in the way you like the gun issue, for example. Yeah, people true. are always telling me guns should be eliminated. I'm like, yeah, that's a magical world that you have there in your head. But the, what that's it would take to create that in this society is literally impossible. And I do not believe in the disarming of the people because we're forgetting what the fuck we did to get here in the first place and why yeah. we set up the fucking constitution the way we did. Yeah. There was a reason for that. The British try to take the, the citizens' guns, you know, and that's why they're like, oh, wait a minute, we always need to have guns. Didn't Australia ban all guns? No, they actually didn't. They did? Really? No, they, they did a buyback program and it was just extremely overwhelmingly successful. It's also illegal there, though. Yeah. They have the legislation. But they have... There, there's people that have guns. You could buy guns. I see hunting videos in Australia all well, the time. Well, there's probably a heavy permit hunting industry. Yeah. Because they had, like, so they they had a problem. But it's probably it, very yeah. specific, and, like, you probably have to be a registered company to have the guns, and then you rent them from them to do specific no, hunts and also, shit like, like that. regular people that have, like, farmland, well, like, once you go inside of central Australia... Really well, also, there's a fucking gang of aboriginals out there and shit still, too, that just <laughs> you don't yeah. really know what... I mean, uh, those are weird. Living off the grid for real. No, they're not. Listen, man, they're not weird. They're not weird. No, he's saying anomalous. Oh, oh, oh. They're like super black with blonde hair and green eyes. They're one of the. They're mixed. They're mixed. They're they're um. Their lineage is literally one of the oldest traceable ancestries. So they're the least mixed. Oh, you mean like it's always pure? Yeah, they they have like one of the most far back traceable roots apparently. Right, right, and. I don't know all the specifics on that research, but there's a lot of interesting fucking wormholes that just with No, that. but I, I did see an article. A missionary tried to enter one of the islands, actually, and he got killed, oh, like, I, right on contact. Yeah, that, that's a different one. Yeah, that's a different island. The, the aboriginals are mainland Australia, and that's an island on... Um, is that below New Zealand? Or is it New Zealand? I, I don't remember exactly there. where it was It's at. somewhere over there, though. <laughs> somewhere, somewhere on that side. But no, yeah. there's definitely a few remote tribes where... People want access to them scientifically just because this is a perfect incubated, like they haven't been touched by any other species for yeah. thousands and thousands of years. So but you're also putting them at risk. Of course. And that's why it's illegal to approach them, Yeah, which will get you killed. Yeah. Those motherfuckers aren't playing. There's a lot of footage of just them fucking shooting at helicopters like, fuck y'all, we go out how we go out. This is how we do it. So, so let me ask you a question. You think they should leave them alone or you think of they course, should? Of course, yeah. I mean... Until we can get some do whatever here. long distance studying you can, but realistically, what are we gonna do? Like fucking go civilize them? No, because that's literally impossible. They're clearly gonna fight to the death. So it's pillaging. It's literally pillaging. No, I wouldn't say wipe out. I wouldn't no, say wipe that. out the. But I mean, it, you would still have to like create some sort of fucking internment camp. It would be. It would be horrible. It would be pillaging. Yeah, no, nah, that that's why. Of course not. But there's improvements in science that could help us gather data in different ways in a way yes and yeah, I, I said we plans. send in like a fucking tiny little drone thing that just looks for a piece of their DNA left on the ground somewhere and then dips you know what I mean I don't know man what was that one movie where they had the little mosquito that are was you kidding me with the drone technology we have no no I'm saying like it's possible they but, might um, chop a couple of them up we'll get one <laughs> You know, I'm just saying, like those are tricky situations. It's man. it's much better than just showing up and acting like we have any oh, right yeah, to. Oh yeah, yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah. And if the data is that important, then it could be absorbed in other ways. But uh, no, those are some special people, man. In which, which reality, we are all special people. They're just in a different age, different timeline than we are. It's so interesting that we literally live with people who are in the Stone Age. Yeah. At the same time. Yeah. That we're in this age. 
That's Where insane. It's, it's like if everyone's own experience is like their own timeline in a way through history. Perception is fucking everything, man. Check this out. Wow, <laughs> robot mosquito, my man. Yo, we could definitely get some fucking DNA, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Look at the camera and the microphone. Look how small it is. This is all we need. This is it right here. Yeah, that is it's perfect. Insane. So, what have your taxes accomplished for you? <laughs> so, uh, let's get that off, y'all. I don't know what uh, scientific organization needs to hear this podcast, but. Yo, go learn some shit about our ancestry because clearly those people are very interesting in their DNA biome. Oh, yeah. But uh, what else you got for us, Philly? Um, also, let you me borrow that. I'm going to play another beat song. After going missing for the first half of the year. And they're actually saying that Le- Jake Like Paul, legally missing or just industry missing? Industry missing. Okay. And they all thought he was like missing, missing. And uh, his manager came out and cleared it up. But now he's like finally back out Yeah. Uh, amongst the people. And they're still talking about doing the Jake Paul fight. Wow. Yeah. With Soldier Boy? Yeah. You know I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. Yep. That's yeah, Soldier Boy going to get rocked, man. Was <laughs> it so by Jake Paul? If I'm looking at the two structures of those human beings' physical bodies, then yes. Unless Soldier Boy has been training secretly but keeping a very lean body for a very long time, I would be very surprised well, to see him shape. win. Um, but he could he Jake could Paul has just been really like the competition between those brothers right now they're really fucking training and they have money for an incredible trainers so even if they're garbage they can get somewhere you know what I mean look at this shit this shit is fucking trash look at this oh wait this is when he's still doing the whole Chris Brown situation I know Soldier Boy comes on after this video I would put Chris Brown over Soldier Boy too Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. That nigga beat up Rihanna. <laughs> Yo. Hey, man. Oh, uh, sorry. <laughs> what was that one again there, buddy? Fucking podcast in Broward County, bitch. Big MWO shit. You know what the look, look fuck at, is going boy, on. Bro. You dig? Whoa. Nah, that's definitely fake. That's bro, definitely fake. He, that looks like the shittiest street fight I've ever seen. He's, Dude. like, swinging backwards. Why, why you got a backhand? He's Body taking a bottom shot. fist backhand. Oh. I've never even seen that swing. That's an L all day, my man. Are you serious? Is this a real question? Oh, bro. I, I mean, people say that. That white boy would fuck that boy up. <laughs> like, for real. <laughs> like, that, how much money you got don't matter in that ring, man. I'm there just was, saying. Like, a video where he, like, ran up on him. Um, I remember, at a hotel. I remember my little brother used to have boxing matches with his friends. Yeah. They used to bring out gloves and go to the street and just oh, shit. go one on one. And you were the cameraman again? No, no, no. They would they would just show me videos like yeah, that's that's wild though. Like kids that actually still do that to this day is like that's dope. Cause now nowadays they're turning these kids soft, man. Yeah, there's there's always pockets of I remember when I was in high school, MMA was getting really popular. Yeah. And there was um this dude who was pretty good and he basically started this like fucking underground league in the school that got that's really mad crazy. Dope. That's and mad dope. It definitely eventually got overrun by cops because they would fight at Wolf Lake regularly. You know, Wolf Lake over by Davie Target area. Never, never it, been in before. It's like, it's uh, like, a, like a stranded area kind of. It's in more in the, when you start getting to like the countryish the area a little side, bit. Yeah, yeah. But the next to a like a giant plaza, there's a fucking road that goes way down. All of a sudden, there's a little cut to the side, and then there's like a fucking woody forest with a surrounding a giant lake. 
So they used to like fight in the forest or by the forest? Yeah, yeah, basically just in a hidden corner of the forest because there's it's a big area with a lot of hidden pockets betting, and shit. Betting money or no? I think they would sometimes, but it, it was mostly just that's, to fucking fuck crazy. each other up. That's and it was <laughs> MMA shit. Like it wasn't just boxing, so they would like fuck each other up. I mean, yeah. I mean, I was in Taekwondo. Remember that like dude was Smalls. His, I remember his name was Smalls. He was a fucking wily, fucking weird, anime-loving black dude. It was funny. That's crazy. And he introduced MMA to like that whole fucking squad. It was a weird, uh, weird world. But what else we got, dear fellow Flexi? That's my last piece. Um, French Montana's album comes out tomorrow. You a Frenchie fan? Yeah, of course. The fuck. Yeah, <laughs> I, of course. I, I didn't. I, I'm I, I not didn't, against them. I just yeah. Montana. Never hey, really been a fan. Never listened. To Look at this. I mean, you told me that you like dubstep, man. From dubstep to French Montana, that's yeah. Wow. Country well, to started, dubstep to French Montana, that's country right. to dubstep to French Montana. Wow. And opera. And, he, and, and opera. And he'll tell you what Fat Joe to listen to. Also, yeah. Shout out to Flexi. Whoa, man. He knows some shit. That's dope, though. So uh, I guess you're, you you now He's have the responsibility to come back to us with a review, right? Yeah, you, well, he's you brought it up. Drake. I'm not listening to. Him. He's got Drake, Cardi B, <laughs> Travis Scott, Max B. So he's 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 going for like uh his big record right now. Like this should be his biggest if that's the fucking list of pretty much. Uh, Quavo, Logic, your favorite rapper over there, Luke. Uh, Sway Lee, Post Malone. I'm not really gonna mention those names. Uh, Chris Brown, Kodak <laughs> uh, <Broadway> Black, <laughs> and ASAP Rocky. He got on that shit. Brother. For anyone Yo. wondering, the names he left out were Juicy J, Kevin Gates, Chris Brown, Kodak Black, and Party. And City Girls. Quick question: uh, How's Kodak Black doing? Locked up. Oh fuck! Not surprised. I believe he got uh, a sentence. Actually, can you check that? Damn man. I believe it's. 20 something months or uh, it's not looking great for him right now only thing I can say you know uh, in life's oh, just trials shit. man 30 years what, what, what nah I can't that can't be true that can't be true sentence more than 3 years when was this article oh that was in November okay I, I, I definitely saw it last month yeah damn man so he was sentenced 46 months how old is he? 22? He's my age. Yeah, 20, 46 months. I feel like the success came very fast to him, though. Oh, know? yeah, of course. I mean, especially from his area. I mean, it's from Pompano, man. so difficult to fucking find the right guidance. Like, I I agree with J. Cole on the subject of Kodak Black. On, on that one song that he was talking about? Yeah. He just mentioned that he wished someone would give him some guidance. It seemed like that would be a useful thing for the man. And I hope he gets out quick. Get some growth in his uh, general life, you know what I mean? But maybe prison will give him an opportunity to fucking do some crazy self-examination. You never know. To be honest, some people have positive experiences out of it. I've heard it. And the universe does what it does for whatever reason it does it, man. Sometimes you just got to fucking see what happens and roll with the punches no matter how shitty it gets. That goes for everyone, too. It goes for everyone too If you only knew what we bout to do When we fly through I don't like you but I will be diplomatic about it That's the route that I've been liking lately Cause I ain't trying to fight I get paid we gonna move forward quicker now This the style that I came with earlier Probably should go switch it now Tip a cow like can you get it scary dairy I don't even think they hear me Probably should be speaking clearly Let the eloquence be stepping in 
Let me speak like a gentleman and let the man do it again Okay, he's obviously not lucid and he needs to come up with some shit to say And probably pen something new soon Maybe self-produce it, maybe get a beat from Gold Midas and then Shell it down, what you tell me now I could never settle down I could never settle in this bitch Uh, rolling through the beach I do this shit so easy I come back, leave it out Ah, nah, bro, I'm not feeling this beat, dog I don't know, like, I, I don't know That shit hit me, man Tear it, tear it down Yo, edit, edit that one out, bro <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm gonna edit that one out, felly no, no for, no, for me though, for him, for him is okay. He was freestyling good, but for me, I'm gonna edit that out, Philly. That's the new running joke because I don't edit anything out. Yeah, this chill, like, man. Episodes, he's just yeah. like, yeah, we're gonna edit this. It's part organic, out. buddy. Nah, dude, that shit was terrible. Yo, man. I'm d- sorry, bro. I do <clears throat> garbage on no, the daily. No, 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 no. You, all right, listen back to this pod, like not this podcast. Uh, listen to, to this to podcast. The older ones? Just listen to some, like, and shout out to all the guests. Uh, start listening to this podcast I'm saying this because I'm going to make it a clip and put it on IG Because I know they're not listening to the actual podcast So I, they wouldn't hear it otherwise But uh, how's no, this the, the podcast is fire because we're talking about You know what I mean But I just know that most people who are on it Don't even listen to it unless they're on it you know what I mean? Even then some of them don't even fucking Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah uh. Rolling through the street as I creep I just see the game, it's elite See, time and I could get, no forget Bless, I just bring it, ah, uh, yeah Got him singing on the beat, I did, ah uh, yeah. I gotta come back with the drums, I leave it up I strum away the luck, I run it up Shout out to the niggas in the hood that do it Bringing music and it's so exclusive. Rolling on beats, I, uh, yeah. Rolling like I got a little green to put in it. Rolling like I know what season that it should be in. Currently, is it daylight savings times? You're asking the wrong man. Got some other seasoning though in my other hand. Yeah. So I got the cooking happening currently. That's the dancing, jigging every way that I blur and see. Uh, the currency that I come with isn't currently seen, but that's how I run it. I can. Deal with the shoestringest of budget and I think that I never did to uh, bluff it at the buffet I'm buffet someday I will not rough it out my own way I don't have no doubts here today I should probably find a sleigh for the cold sledding that I'm doing down that bay okay <laughs> <laughs> oh man dude yo I'm glad I came through Likewise, thank you, man. Luke. Thank you for having me. Likewise, thank you to the tech guy. <laughs> Shout out to Flexi over there and tech guy. Shout out my man, Flexi. Appreciate you, Flexi. <laughs> <laughs> nah, dude, it's always it's it's always a great vibe. Bro. Happy so to have you. This nigga's got this running joke. It's not a joke. It's your nickname. Damn, dude, how's he gonna make me say your name like that? It's his nickname. No, no, but the thing is, I don't I don't know him personally to call him by his nickname. You know what I mean? Oh, that's uh, uh, what you yes, call you it? do. AJ came through. <laughs> Live this motherfucking podcast in Brown County, bitch. And, uh, it's just it's been funny and it's funny because it's like it actually grew on me. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, because I was like, oh, flexi, and then I came up with this little rap one time. Fuck around with Oh, shit, okay. And he said that on his way out with the beat playing, I think that was dangerous to mention yourself rapping at this current point in time. Go ahead, man, hit that, hit that. That one, too, bro. <laughs> that one, too. Hey, listen, man. He's not drinking last- tonight, that's the problem. Yeah, I'm not drinking. 
Nah, my, my last freestyle was terrible, dude. Yeah, give give, give him something by comparison so we, he doesn't feel bad about us not cutting that. <laughs> Please do so. Because I did not come ready for this one. This is growth right here, all right? You got to get rid of the perfectionism. It's, it's poison. It's not, it's not about being perfect. It's just me just messing up. At the same time. No, no. Perfect. Oh. No, listen, listen. Perfect, perfect. I might perfect, cut perfect. everything in the episode except that 30 seconds now. And like this, that? this episode might be the whole fucking thing is just one fucking minute you fucking. Oh, up. man, you're going to expose <laughs> me, man? If you're oh, going to be this shit. crazy, bro, you should. Re- it was fucking 20 seconds of it. Not even. I, I say 45 at max. <laughs> crazy. And it's so important for growth. Not to mention. I would have to cut this whole part explaining it now too and I feel like <laughs> this is a piece of the gold of the podcast is the organicness like people fuck with non-edited and I fuck with it now too like no well I mean yeah obviously I'm not saying to you know shine it up yo buff it up no no dude, no no you know no, I no. Mean? I mean non-edited as in Completely? It's, it's the original time like everything had yeah everything. And, unless oh, yeah. You, I, you said something career ending oh. I'm not gonna like really want to go in there man but I didn't give you that disclaimer ahead of time. So if you really make a deal out of it, I guess I'll take it out. But then every time you come back, I'm going to be like, hey, it's Mr. Edit. What's up, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> this man right here. Now now he's going to put me in that category. <laughs> now, now now, watch. Every time I said to the dude, he's going to put me in that one category. <laughs> <laughs> That's a category? It could be. You going to make that category? No, sir. Run that. We still uh. waiting on Flexi. to wait on you uh, waiting waiting i leave the love on the table 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 this shit ain't no fable no it's all for growth i believe in the most i get it out i believe it i run about i'm a leak on the sequence hitting drums i just do this prove it come in exclusive prove it do it bring out words like a word this motherfucking podcast in brown county Perfect. bitch lurking Hurting. Lurking in the deepest depths You can see who's next Clearly he ain't feeling vexed And probably correlating on the graph And directions taken That always looking upward I'm a dumb turd and impatient sometimes But still make it with rhymes Quite eloquent if I should say My own damn self man I think hell is where I'll show up today Cause I spit fire still alive And I require some pay I do not know if they will understand Just what I will say The will inside me Still residing in a powerful form In energy that couldn't conform nor convert I tie the transmuted, I know it hurts I show my shirt and heart on sleeve Why you trying to bother me? I'm obviously a seed that's gonna grow real high like a palm I don't know what I'm on but I'm trying to be on one now Why you gotta say nothing? Show up with nothing And I got a little more style than I meant to say Okay, let me slip off of the side today And then I jump off the cliff like I had a way Like it was, uh with some two bitches, stomach and Louise. That's what I meant to say. Now I gotta breathe. Maybe that was an excuse to do such. I don't even know why I got a new Dutch. Cause I got no weed to put in it. Season on it. Why you gotta even be on it? Like it's uh Keefin, homie. Cadence, vibration, abrasion, patience, Asian. Lakin, Asian, man. <laughs> <laughs> 
so you, you just be, so tap, fun, be tapping into the channel yeah, though. That, that's, so fun. Now you starting to tap into it. It's fun, bro. You gotta just fucking not think. Just let it out. Just let it out. God damn, Noble. I love all this shit. Dude, what it what it is, look, man. What it is that I I really need to pull myself out of that box that I put myself in. You know what it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I like I really, like I need to pull myself out. Literally, pull it's the myself whole thing, out. man. It's, yeah. And I, it's literally the same thing as trying to get into the moment. That's the thing, yeah, focusing. So if you can trick yourself or practice yourself into being more mindful, that's definitely where you just tap into that channel from. And I haven't really tried it yet, but I want to see if the trick that the players coach gave us on uh, the Keeping It Real podcast, we got a sports podcast, and there was a mental uh, health coach that came on and talked he brought uh one that i had heard about before but i have totally forgot about basically to force yourself into your senses to be more mindful of like just being in the moment um a a tactic you can use is looking for uh, and i might fuck this up a little bit specifically but five things you can hear four things you can see three things you can smell two things you can touch one thing you can taste so that just like a certain method yeah, because it literally starts forcing you to be in the moment. In the moment more, and all, right? And all of a sudden, you're less in... It's, it's like a forced meditation, almost. You would, you, I mean? would you describe that as flow state, or...? It's how you... It, it's what you're trying to achieve. It's what you're trying to yeah, achieve, it, right. It, it, flow state definitely comes from mindfulness, for from sure. My, yeah. Yeah, and that's just... The, uh, AKA the conscious stream, or whatever you want to call it, but right. it's how you kind of get to that point where the only thing that's going to trip you up is letting thoughts back into your head. True. See, like right now, like and it's a practice pride, how long you can stay in that stream. That's the thing, dude. Like that's why I need to put myself out this box, man. Cause and all, the only way to do it is fucking practice. Just practice, yeah, that's pretty it. much, yeah. That's it. And also, like knowing that I'm a person just like everybody else. So even though my freestyle was shit, in which it was, man. I'm calling myself out for everybody right now on this podcast. Yo, do not edit this out, Reggie. Yeah, I I would love it for you to go back to some of the previous episodes with like. The less um, seasoned freestylers, and you you would probably see some people who you're like, oh, he should have asked for everything cut because of what you consider a standard of cutting things oh, out. Okay. You know what I mean? So now, so now I know why you came at me that way because you really this is a different. No, yeah, this is a environment of like, don't overthink shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, mine's wide open podcast. That so people who fuck with this podcast know it's fucking practice and they love the fuck-ups because it validates all the other ones. When you see someone's really coming off the top, when yeah. they start getting in that bag, you're like, ooh, okay, okay, because yeah, you know yeah. how authentic it is. Right. And I think it's pretty important. Wow, man. I mean, I feel like you're, you're, you're good at that, though. You know what I mean? Like, you're good at that. Not seasoned 100%, but you're there, you're getting there. Oh, I, I've definitely got my moments. That's what I'll... Describe it as. Do, do you think that's one of your strengths, though? Like, I think people I'm, I'm, open up on your podcast and stuff like that? or uh, It depends on the person. Depends they on the have, person, they right? They have to probably appreciate my energy in some way or another, too. Well, like, it has do, to be like that mutual like crazy, respect, man, you know for I mean? free, my man. You're giving all that crazy for free. Like, I don't think people notice. I don't think people even care, yeah, well, my man. <laughs> I, I, if, if I do it for that sake, then I'm probably going to fuck up. You know what I mean? Like, I can't do it for people to notice. I just have to do it till people notice. Till, exactly, yeah. 
Well, man, well, I made it to two episodes. I forgot which one was the first one. You couldn't find it earlier. I wish you could have. Yeah, it's somewhere. I'm sure we'll uh, locate it. But uh, people should definitely. This is definitely not my last episode. If, no, not at all. If people are curious to see that, though, they should dig back and listen. Uh, Feli, what, what time are we at? I'm just curious because we're about to let this out. Four over two. Oh, Feli held us down with the freestyles on Instagram today. We got a lot of shit. Cool. So that's three hours. No, no, no. You said 402? Four over two. Oh, four over two. Yeah. Okay. So two hours. Yeah. Appreciate that's, you that's coming through, man. Thank you. Thank you. Where can we find you? Tremendous time. Uh, follow me on Instagram, Cardolut, C-A-R-D-O-L-O-O-T. I currently do not have a Twitter. I currently do not have a Facebook. So if you see anybody out there with an account under my name is Cardolut on yeah, you Facebook should have, or Twitter. You should just make them, even if you're not going to use them, just get yeah. that handle that you want. You know what I mean? Right, quick little branding move for later. True, yeah. Um, you can't find the me on my website. Fucking podcast in Brown County, bitch. Say it again. <laughs> <laughs> you could find me on my website, cardoloot.com. Cardoloot.com. C A R D O L O O T. New updates on beats, new music. Also on Spotify, I'm on all platforms, including SoundCloud. Hey, I gotta definitely spot, follow you on Spotify. I haven't done that yet. I do follow you on SoundCloud, though. Thank you, that thank is you. some fucked up shit. And <laughs> yeah, it's all pretty much. All right, awesome, man. Well, thanks again for coming through. A uh, hell of a time. I, I'm glad we managed to get through everything somehow. Uh, thank everybody for listening. Follow, subscribe, like, do all that good shit. I never even say it at the end of the podcast anymore. <laughs> this is episode 47, right? That's kind of crazy. Oh, yeah, you can call in, leave a voicemail, 954-800-9838. Talk some shit. We'll play it on the podcast and leave fucking respond, man. We I really want to start you know, forcing people to do that one because oh, yeah. I can voicemail. tell people want to. They're just like scared to... And tell a friend. Get reacted to on live podcasts. We'll do, we'll do. But uh, thank y'all for listening. Love you. Appreciate the guests. Appreciate you, Felly. And stay safe out there. The liveest motherfucking podcast in Brown County, bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 <laughs>